From the heart of New York City. He is the human suplex machine. This is the Taz Show. Yeah, yeah. Talking wrestling, sports, and beyond. It's the Black Tower Maniac coming out of Brooklyn. A one-man crime spree. He gonna leave you shook. Try to beat him if you can and survive if he lets you. Human suplex and he coming for you too. Better watch out. The guy your mother warned you about. And he's got one question I'll inform you about. Like, you're not afraid of a little competition, are you? Award-winning host and former world heavyweight champion, Taz. All right. Yo, a little Tuesday. Tuesday action, Tuesday edition in this holiday season of the Taz Show, you bunch of jobbers. Yep, got a load of two hours coming at you. Going to cover it all, kids. Going to cover it all via the audio, via the video. And if you're listening live or watching live at TazShow.com, maybe you're on the gimmick chat over there. I want to thank you for that. Appreciate the love. I'll try and jump on there later, tell you all to go F yourself. Uh, maybe you listen to the audio on demand. That could be at Play It. All my friends here at Play It, they love me, the office people. Oh, they love me. <laughs> or maybe it's the, uh, what are you looking at, Seth? Or maybe you're listening on demand at, um, at iTunes, the world-famous iTunes, or maybe Spotify or TuneIn. As I say, there's a plethora of ways to listen or watch the Taz Show. Also, you got your VOD, you could be doing that. Yep, welcome to the Taz Show, and this is a Tuesday edition called Taz Eats Crow edition. Yeah, that's what's going to happen in this edition of the show. If you want to call or interact with the show, a lot of people are calling the show already. It's a very simple process. Attention hotline fans. What you got to do is dial 866-475-2948. That's an 866-475-2948. Yeah, uh, so the phones are flaring like a pack of hemorrhoids. We can see that already. Everybody wants to know about Monday Night Raw, and I will go in-depth in Raw here shortly. I will also tell you that the Mike Johnson, yes, Mike Johnson, PW, Insider Report. Mike will be on the show here later on. So, you know, uh, everybody loves him. Mike Johnson on the show. Oh, Mike's the big baby face. He'll be here. Uh, in the studio, I'd like to introduce the uh, lead producer of Play It, big famous man, big uh, Big Shot Jones. Uh, that's uh, Seth at the KFJ. Seth, uh, what's going on, champ? How are you, buddy? Yeah, I'm great. Uh, and next to Seth, uh, yeah, well, you know what that is. Uh, some call him uh, Big D, some call him Dennis, some call him Mr. Jones. Timber! My audience calls him Lumberjack. Uh, Dennis Jones, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, what's up, D? How are you, Taz? Uh, great, pal. Um, so listen, uh, I have to, I'm right out of the box. Here we go. I got to tell you, you were right, Dennis, and I was wrong. Uh, I, listen, the WWE last night on Raw, they took all of us on a journey. Maybe it wasn't fantastic, but it was good. You know the old song. On a fantastic journey. Remember that song, Seth? Not, no. Voyage. Not fantastic Voyage, yes. Oh, damn it. <laughs> don't stop believing, buddy. You'll get there. I don't give a damn. So, um, you know, I, 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 Fantastic Voyage. Come that was cool, though, right? Along. Well, did he that? did the sample off yeah. of it. it was ride, like a, ride, get it, ride. Yeah, yeah. It was Coolio, though. But well, it, was was an a, original, it was an original, right? and then Coolio did. Oh, uh, hold on. I know who it was. And no one told me my headset. Don't tell me. Uh, nobody's saying nothing. Do you know the answer? I don't, so I'm excited. I know who did the original. It was, uh... oh, man, I know it. <laughs> no, something they did. Uh, it was an Inferno. They did a song about Inferno. I was, Disco oh, Inferno? Yeah, no, not Disco Inferno. Uh, it was uh, five dudes, man. Uh, they used to sing. 
in harmony. Oh man, that's a that in about seventy-five thousand groups. <laughs> Who was it? Oh, I'll get back to it. Man, no one's telling me, and I, I I just had it. It was on the tip of my tongue. I digress. Listen, the WWE took us on a fantastic journey, kinda, uh, during that that whole storyline of the tag team titles. Me, I was hook, line, and sinker. Like a mark, okay. I no disrespects to marks, but I was I, I fell right into it. They had me, and that's good stuff. I like when that happens. And uh, I was wrong. You were right, Dennis. I thought that the New Day would lose the championship on the day that they were on the cusp of beating Demolition's record. You were right. You said it. Okay. I, I'm you know so it, you're not really even on the show yet, and you were right. Are you breaking rules? That's bad. <laughs> I didn't want to come here to brag, so I'm not going to. Listen, everybody hates. I'm the one guy who hates braggatocious people. I don't believe in bragging. I don't like people who brag. I never brag. I'm very humble. And humble, humble city. Seth's laughing in my face. But I'm humble. And I, I, you are a humble man also. I understand that. Timber! But I will say it's very rare that any slunker that has been in this studio what <laughs> uh audio technical ability as you two gentlemen have or anybody else that was here or, or five thousand producers usually i'm always right um this time you were wrong i'm very impressed you you, you kind of had a booking concept ahead of me and, and you outdid me but you guys didn't see that second match coming you must have been like aha i did aha, i actually tweeted aha i tweeted aha yeah, well, I had a feel. Once I saw Stephanie get sprayed with the champagne, I'm like, oh, boy. Then a lot of people on Twitter, too, people knew right away this something's going to go down. I was also wrong. I thought Demolition would be there. They weren't even there. But then uh, some people on Twitter, don't remember who said, a couple of folks were telling me yesterday today, I wasn't aware of this, so pardon my ignorance, but apparently there's a lawsuit with Demolition and, and uh, WWE. So I guess that's part of the reason why either they weren't there and or why the, the, the uh, you know, a lot of people think that that's why they had New Day beat the uh, record. I don't buy that. I don't believe that. I don't believe in that. I don't think you would think, oh, come on, Taz, you're crazy. WWE's in a lawsuit with these guys. Of course uh, they don't want someone else. They, they don't want Demolition to hold the record. I, I think it's more of, I think one of you guys said it yesterday, either Seth or Dennis, one of you guys said it yesterday. I think it might have been Dennis. I think it was more of WWE wants to start you know, setting new, uh, what do you call it, records or whatever, their new talent, their current talent. So I don't think it was so much. I mean, maybe that the lawsuit played into a little bit. I think the, the reason why Demolition wasn't in the house was probably the lawsuit. Might hurt their Hall of Fame chances a little bit. Oh, well, you, you know, yeah, I would think that if you're in a lawsuit that you could be basically have a... Everybody knows I'm going to go in the Hall of Fame. I mean, because Duh. there was a long time where I had heat with the WWE, Dennis. But now uh, I'm good friends with the WWE. They're my best friends. So I'm Hall of Fame bound. I told my wife, you know, she's going to get her wedding gown. She's going to dye in writ dye, orange and black. And uh, it used to be white, her wedding gown. And then and then we're going to go into the, yeah, we're going to go into the whole Hall of Fame. And then she'll have the orange dress. It'll be great. Yeah. Don't forget the little people. Bring us with you. Oh, of course you guys will come along. Oh, yeah. Why wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I would invite Ooh. everybody. That's what you're yeah, doing. Yeah. No, I'm, you guys will come. Sure. <laughs> Seth, you'd be right there. Well, we're Actually, we're Seth, I'm going to have you induct me. I'm, uh, will you, Scott? I, I was thinking of that. Yeah, maybe you should induct me. Oh, that'd be awesome. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, what, me, no. Paul, me, Paul, what's one of those Jews will induct you? No. <laughs> Some Jew. <laughs> Too much. Your, your accountant, on, maybe? So, yeah. Uh, <laughs> my accountant. No, not him. <laughs> no, 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 no. So, anyway, yeah, I wanted to just tell you, dude, you, you were right. I was wrong. I mean, uh, you know, I, I, I got to say, I mean, it, it was, uh, I thought, I liked it. I like when I could watch a show 
and be brought on a uh, dips and valleys, dips and valleys, and that that's good entertainment, dips and valleys, you know, because now you, ha- I'm, it's it's it quasi riveting, you know. Now I'm gonna watch, so I don't know what you're doing now. So uh, they took us on a journey. <laughs> Excuse me. <coughs> Slamming bods and beyond. Very unprofessional. So this is the thing. First they have it, boom, they have the new day win. Okay, great. Now we all think, oh, all right. But it's early. Top of the show, Jones. Boom, they have the win out of the box. And the announcers did a good job. I think it was Cole. Said, ah, oh, they have till midnight, whatever, before the match. And then whatever it was, midnight, midnight. Then they do the party gimmick. And then they, you know, obviously Stephanie gets pissed. So now Kevin Owens wants to talk to her. We saw all that. So now, okay, everybody's like, okay, I can figure this out. They're going to do... You know Jericho and and we and that's what they did Jericho and uh, and Kevin Owens against the New Day. But I got to tell you, once the whole thing with Mick and Seth and Roman Reigns that started to evolve, I'm like ah, three way Jones again. And sure enough, they did that. That that's a nice journey. And then they painted the whole thing. Uh, and I'm like, I'm gonna be right. I'm sitting there. I'm not going on Twitter. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I can't wait to just throw something at Dennis in the studio. And uh, and well, it didn't happen. Because um, that was another another dip in Valley where they had the New Day win, and they broke the record. So congrats to them. And that's what the fans like. We like to be taken on that ride and, and not yeah, be bro. overly predictable. Absolutely. And, yeah. I that's, think that's, you that's... just hacked me right to my face. I just said that. Is yeah. there an echo in here? Actually, there probably is an echo in here because you usually don't have the mics right. That's true. <laughs> so you know when people say, is there an echo in here? Usually when some people that work, it's either you, Seth, or other people... Except the captain. Remember the captain? Buy a hat. You remember him? You guys remember him? Today, day, day. I consider myself. So, so. I've never had an echo. Ever. It's fun. He has fun. Yeah. Seth has fun at the town's expense. Oh, yeah, come when on. you're a boss, that's what you, you can sound do. sound great yeah. today. Actually, I do sound pretty good, yeah. I gotta say. Yeah. How now, brown cow? <laughs> Test one, two. Test one, two. Test one, two. Yeah, how now, brown cow? Test three, four. Test one, two. Test five, six. Test one, two. Hello, hello, hello. Test one, two. Ha, <laughs> ha. Anyway. Um, you should do commercials. Excuse me? You should do commercials. I do commercials every day, bro. Two That's hours true. I'm here to do commercials. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I'm, this, the whole show's a commercial. What are you talking about? Oh, the whole my. freaking show's a commercial. So, yeah, people are running amok. So uh, that means i got to get to the calls early. N- not normal in Seg 1 Jones. Hey, uh, who do we got here? We got Rufus uh, from Kuwait. You're on the Taz Show. What's up, buddy? What's going on, Taz? What's up, hey, big guy? How are you, man? Yeah, I'm doing pretty good. It's been a, it's been a while since I've called, so uh, it's uh, first time, long time, I guess. No, 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 you're not getting that because you used to call back in the day, so it's not first time, long time. It's long time, long time. <laughs> long time, long time. All right, so my but I, hey, hey, but bro, 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 I remember you because you know it's not many guys call from Kuwait, but I do remember you. How you doing, man? Yeah, I'm doing pretty good. I've right. been loving the show. I'm pretty pretty depressed that the captain left. Now Johnny's leaving. Yeah, but, uh, he's gone. Yeah, yeah, they're all leaving, bro. They're yeah. all jumping off the ship. Yep. Yeah, all that matters is you're still here, buddy. That's all that matters. Once I'm gone, they won't call the Taz Show no more. I'll tell you that right now. All right, so what's up, Rufus? How can I help you, buddy? What's going on? Uh, I wanted to ask you um, about the Sami Zayn promo. Oh, yeah. Um, so that was probably like the most passionate and just straight-up organic I've seen someone during a WWE <laughs> promo in years. Yes. Um, my question regarding that is um, you, sir, have mentioned how WWE don't quite know how to do, you know, real correctly. Yes. Um, and I completely agree with that. So, with that being said, do you think that that promo was an instance of WB finally doing doing real right in a good way, and not just like half you know half-assing a little bit? Um, and where do you see the creative going with this Zayn slash 
Strowman SmackDown right. storyline. Well, I, I I don't think it's I think the SmackDown storyline's gone. I don't think that because Mick kind of told you that yesterday when he had a blank piece of paper and he was basically lying in a good way to motivate Sami Zayn. I like that creative behind what they did where he acted like. Hey, we're trading you for, and the way he did it was very smart in making the way the creative wrote it. We're trading you for, uh, what's the redheaded girl's name again? Eva Marie. Eva Marie, Marie. yeah. Yes. And, uh, but I, 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 to answer your question, I do think that WWE, uh, and this was just an example yesterday with Sami Zayn, letting guys go out there and just talk from their heart in character, because your character, you know, is an extension of you, Rufus. That's how it is in the business, you know what I mean? And I do think that, and thank you for calling, Rufus. I do think that um, we'll see more of this from WWE. It's not just with Sami Zayn. We've started to see this a little bit. We saw a little bit of on Talking Smack. I used to get on them because they'd have a guy with a microphone where he's coming in on Talking Smack on the set. They're letting the guy shoot without a, a script. And without bullet points, but yet he's like, hold, they got him holding mics, and he busted on a set, and he grabs a mic. You know, my whole thing was, if you're really shooting, and you busted on a set in that environment that's not in front of a live audience, you're not grabbing a mic if you're shooting. You, you, if you're shooting, because you don't care about the mic. You care about your point you're making and who you make it to. That's where I used to kind of, um, you know, bash them on not doing real well, R-E-A-L. But, you know, now I don't bash one because my best friends. We know this. But the Sami Zayn thing, I thought, was done really well. I would have went a different route, boys and girls. I would have went with Sami Zayn a completely different route. And I told you guys my whole theory that I thought about and booked on the fly like a week or so ago about Taxi Driver. You know, because we haven't heard anyone call him a taxi driver since Stephanie called him that. And maybe Mick said, Stephanie called you a taxi driver. And because he wears the hat, and he's got the plaid, he's got the ska music. Da la 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 la, ska, right? All that stuff. And they said, you're a taxi driver. You know, Mick, uh, Steph called him that. I I'd play off that for you guys that listen to the show or watch the show all the time. Robert De Niro, taxi driver. Turn him into that heel character. Turn him in, show him shaving his head in the mirror. You know, and, and while he's preparing for Braun Strowman, maybe you could do that now, where you turn him psycho, okay? Because now he's going to have Braun Strowman this Sunday at Roadblock. So what I would do is go, I, well, I'm sorry, what I would have done last night is while, and I'm sitting there thinking, God, I hope they're going to do this, and I think maybe they're going to, but they didn't. While Braun was wrestling uh, Curtis Axel, you know, Curtis Axel was in an underneath position in this match. He didn't do much. <laughs> I would have had Sami Zayn come out of the audience. Uh, or have him dressed as a cameraman. Or have him under the ring. Or have him as a guy selling beers, almost in a quasi-costume in the front row. And have him jump the guardrail from behind, hit uh, Braun Strowman in the head, in the back of the head, with a weapon. Not not brass knucks. That's so 1970s. But you know something like a flapjack or something like a pipe. Hemp, a pipe, something like almost shoot with it, where he literally knocks the dude out. From I don't care how big and strong you are. I've seen it in bars. You get a guy. <laughs> I've seen it pretty closely. You get a, a a guy get drilled in the back of the skull. You know with a with the right type of punch or weapon. You're going down, and you're staying down. You're getting knocked out. You know, no matter how big you are, you can't protect your, your brain, your skull. So it would have been reality. It could have been reality. And where Sammy just comes in and drills him from behind 
interrupts the match and hits him from behind and knocks him basically cold and beats the living piss out of Braun Strowman while he's down. I'm talking about what a weapon, and I'm talking about gigs and bloodies him. You can use their blood capsules, they've, whatever they've done in the past, recently passed, because they don't want to do raises. I, I would have had him bloodied and beaten. People would have been shocked. Homeboy's name would have been trending worldwide, Sami Zayn. And just think about it, and that's, the, the, that's how. Okay, the whole corruption of him doing that is, hey, Mick, you don't believe in me. You don't believe in me? I'm going to make you believe me. I'm going to make Stephanie believe me. You think I'm a taxi driver? And then you have him jump the thing. He bloodies, he destroys Braun. That doesn't hurt Braun. Okay? No. And then you lead up to it where he's, you show vignettes, like GTV kind of thing, where he's shaving his head and he's disturbed. He turns into the Robert De Niro character. So now you go into Roadblock, where, believe it or not, you don't know, you don't know if Strowman's going to win the match. Because this guy's not only getting a push, but he's turned nuts, and he bloodied and battered Braun Strowman. doesn't hurt Braun, because Braun's promo's easy now. He's, gonna, he's, gonna, he's insanely pissed off at Sami Zayn. He wants to literally kill him. Now that match is interesting. It sounds like old school where you got excited about some mid-card uh, yes. feuds and, you know, you know, because you built something That's there. That's how it was. And, so, and it was like what you said was so, it would be so easy to do. It's very easy to do. They could have yeah. did that last night, especially in Philadelphia. Holy crap. A place would have came unglued. They would have loved it. That's to me. That's real. That's how you do it. Real. Because he doesn't. He needs an equalizer. Yes. Obviously. Yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure. The, I'm sure the lumberjack disagrees with everything I'm saying. He's got a puss face on. No. No. I do. I just. I. I like the story they're building now with Sammy. How they're they're playing him up as this like happy go lucky underdog, and he's you know he's got this ten minute time limit. Right. Against Braun, and it's it's not so much like. It almost seems like a foregone conclusion now. He's going to lose. Strowman's going to annihilate him. Right. Can he survive 10 minutes? Because every match Braun's had <clears throat> since the split, it's been relative, like, quick Two matches. Minutes. Yeah. And he's just been running roughshod. Right, right. Can Sammy survive the beating? And yes. if he does, it's going to prove to Mick, like, hey, look, you took what I said to heart. You showed courage, and you stood up to this giant. Now let me. They're gonna take his loss and and build this like mm. this character off the right. loss. And Dennis, you are one thousand percent correct. But here is my issue with everything that you just said and what they're doing. Not that I look. I don't think it's horrible what they're doing, but what they're doing to be blunt is safe. And it's not only safe. Agreed. It's been done a billion times. They like David and Goliath. Yes. And they like, and I can tell you this from experience because they tried to do it with me, <laughs> literally. They like guys that can fight from underneath, as we call it. Right. The uh, Is it an overachiever or underachiever? What's the right way to say it? You'd be the overachiever. Right. So, because you're, if you're undersized, going against, right. So, that's how they're doing Sammy. But we've seen them do this not just with me, and, and they did it with guys before me, and they're doing it with guys Daniel after. Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan, thank you. So, that. I'm, and that's good. It works, but it's safe. In my frank opinion, it's safe booking. Go this other route that I'm telling you, pun intended, it's extreme booking. And shocking. You should have just ended with extreme stuff. Sorry. <laughs> you should have just ended with extreme. Because, oh. because the extreme was just... Uh, edit point, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Just edit point is you off the show. Uh, that's, that's, yes. that's the edit point. Uh, that's the edit point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
that that's the actual uh, edit point to be honest with you uh so but anyway uh yeah i mean i i look i'm not disagreeing with you you know dennis i mean i but i just think it's it is a little safe in my opinion hey dave in the uh, steel city what's going on buddy hey what do you say there sizzle chest hey what's up there nits how are you bro what's going on <laughs> All right, I want to give a quick hello to the uh, to my favorite Taz Show producer, the KFJ, and oh. a hello to the Lumberjack. Oh. That's nice. Thank you. Hello, sir. Good morning. Uh, oh, wait, stop. Everybody stop. Uh, oh, stop. Oh. Oh. Hold on, Dave. Dave, you know what Uh-oh. just happened, right? Uh-oh. Yep, he knows. Poor Dennis. He has no idea what he just did. I'm in trouble. Oh, today of all days. Of th- but Mike Johnson coming That's on. That's right. You do not, sir. You, now you know. I, I know now. I thought... I'd let Mike do it first. No, 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 sir. Oh, it's fair game, sir. It's 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 every day. Dave calls the show. He's our fan of the show. Hey. He's a supporter of the show from Pittsburgh. Good he, moment, Dave. Good, ah, ah, there you go. Moment. All right, Dave. This is your call. How can I help you, sir? So, uh, I ran into the uh, Chris Jericho at a uh, at one of those Comic Con deals this past oh. weekend. And, and did you ask him why? Did you ask him? Did you ask him why he blocked me on Twitter? <laughs> As a yes. matter of fact, that's why I'm calling to tell you about that. <laughs> <laughs> what happened, bro? Well, surprisingly, I, I ran into him because we were both in line to get Sin Cara's autograph, which is weird. But um, so uh, wait, wait, I who was it? Oh, whoa, whoa, who was in line? You were in line, and who else? Yeah, I was in line, and I was waiting for Sin Cara to get his autograph, and Jericho just jumped in line with me. It was weird. <laughs> what? <laughs> Didn't they have like a little scuffle? Him and uh, Sin Cara. Yeah, that's why I thought it was strange. He was just waiting with me. I don't know. It was it was a, it was a little fugazi. I don't know. It was weird. All right. Yeah. But uh, but uh, so I mentioned that uh, that on your show it came up a couple times that he blocked you. Right. And I asked him. I was like, Why would anyone block Taz? Mm. So uh, he says to me, he goes, he goes, he thinks that they did it as a rib, and he actually tried him blocking you a couple times and it didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I believe that he said that to you, but that's funny. Um, yeah, and then, and then he and then he wrapped it up by say, I, I made a joke. I was like, I'm going to call him and tell him that you said you hate him. And he goes, he goes, no, no, don't do that. He goes, he he wouldn't believe that anyway. He's my friend. I love Taz. We've so, always got along. That's what's weird about this, Dave. We really have always got along. We we had yeah. Well, he, yeah God, I'm sorry. No, I'm saying. Well, he said that they did it as a rib. So I think it's just like you were saying before. There's other people running his Twitter. And they blocked you on it. So oh, that's what it okay. Like. I, you know, sometimes I have someone who helps with my social media. I actually have. Well, it's a long story, but there are people. Oh, what are you laughing at, Seth? You know, I'm sick of your face, uh, Dave. What else is going on, buddy? That's, yeah, that's it. About it. I, uh, all right, that's, bud. That's all I really had. Just want to give you some information. I appreciate it, buddy. I, why did he get online with you, Dave? That's weird. Why did he do that? Uh, I mean, I don't know. I mean, it was he had a Sin Cara mask with him, too. I guess he wanted to sign that. I don't know. It was weird. Is this what he did the, the run-in that, yeah, yeah. on Raw? <laughs> Remember on Raw, he jumped the guardrail with the Sin Cara mask? And didn't Sin Cara yeah, bite his pinky wanted or something? to get him to sign it. I don't know. Yeah. All right. That's crazy, Dave. Well, thank you, buddy. I appreciate you bringing it up to him. All right. You have a good show. Take care, my man. So there you go. Yeah, just, uh, you know, I mean, I guess Twitter's broken for Chris. I guess his Twitter... I don't know. I mean, he, it's like he tells Dave, like, we've been working at trying to get him on block. I don't know. We can't fix it. Hey, can you get him on block? It's like, 
How are you going to get my bottom of my fucking... I'm going to kill you. What? I didn't do anything wrong. What did oh, I say? No. I didn't do nothing uh, wrong. Uh, concussion city. A... <laughs> I didn't do anything wrong. Uh, 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 didn't kill me. I didn't do nothing. I told you what I'm trying to do here on the show. Oh, yeah. told you about that. Don't point at me. I'll point at you. Hey. At... Dude, it's better if I point at you than I come over here and put my foot in your ass. Don't, okay, that don't would make hurt. me say it again. I will threaten you anytime I want. All right. And there's nothing you can do about it. Touch okay? me, pug. Okay. I got on speed dial. <laughs> A I will do whatever L I want. Levine and Schwartz. I don't care what you say. I could call the NYPD if I want. They all love me. Uh, on cue, Nando in Queens, you're on the Taz Show. <laughs> Good moment, Taz. Good moment, sir. And you are a police officer, correct, sir? Yes, sir. But, Taz, if you keep harassing uh, Seth, Seth has a point. He could come and complain on you. So oh, damn we got to calm it down. <laughs> all right. Should I apologize? I'm sorry, Seth. <laughs> no, it's okay because, hey, I got your back, but... Don't worry. So if I tell him I want to punch him in his face, that's like against the law to say that to him. You're you're basically harassing him. And he could take it. He could take it to. He could take it to the legal way. So well, he would never do that. No, I, <laughs> try me. I know, you guys love each other. Don't worry. Oh about no, it. it's, it's, like it's, it's Oh, it really is. He's my best friend. Oh, good morning. Oh, before I go, I want to say I want to say good moment to the. Seth and to the new, the, to, to the lumberjack, the Seamus looking lumberjack. <laughs> Good moment. Good moment. Good moment, guys. What's no, up, the man? reason I'm calling, well, thanks, thanks for the little plug of the NYPD, but also, what happened to Emelina? I know they said she was going to debut, <laughs> and they said soon, like on, on a graphic. Is there something like coming, uh, so she's getting ready or something like that? Dude, yeah, I, I, I guess they're just making hour. a joke out of this thing even more and more. It's kind of funny, though. Yeah, it is kind of funny, but, you know, we're respecting... I, th I think she's a legit wrestler, but what's going on, you know? So, I don't know. She is. She's a good worker. She's actually very good. You know, she's a very good wrestler, yeah. So I don't know what they're doing. i got to be honest. I don't know. It's a little weird, man, though. It is. It is kind of weird. But anyway, Taz, I just... Oh, I also, I t um, I also want to plug you, because uh, I, I uh, ended up buying the uh, true story of the Royal Rumble, and they mentioned a little piece about you. Really? What they say? Put me over? Well, you may you showed up. Uh, yeah, you, uh, you spoke on it, and they were putting you over about your debut. Yes. Who spoke nicely of me, Chris Jericho? <laughs> no, you know who? Darren Young. Darren Young? Who? Yeah. Oh, that, Darren. Exactly. Who? who? Oh. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Darren Young. No, no I know. Darren Who's Young. Oh, oh, Darren Young, the guy with Bob Backlund. Yeah, yeah. They were talking about your debut, about Kurt Angle, how they made it a surprise. Oh. Yeah, that was uh, that was awesome. I didn't know what, what is this a Raw Rumble? Uh, you said it's a Raw Rumble DVD or something? Yeah, it's, played, it's the true story. You know how they came out with the true story of WrestleMania? They yes. came out with the true story of the Royal Rumble. Oh, wow! So they uh, nice. uh, yeah. they basically uh, Darren Young said they were had people how we try to keep people surprised, how we want to keep the audience surprised. Then they mentioned your part about 2000, and that you got the greatest pop, one of the greatest pop at the Garden. You damn right I did, buddy. That's right. Oh yeah, I remember that's, that. I was I was right. marching like no tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Nando, I appreciate it, buddy. Uh, I'll be walking outside, and there'll be a SWAT team because Seth's gonna call the police on me. Thank you, Nando, for calling. <laughs> Excuse me. That Emelina looks pretty damn good. Easy, easy. Yeah, I'm saying that. that's what they're doing. They're making her look like you know oh, she's become a down. sex symbol now. High huh? road. Oh, oh. I, what did I say? Bad. 
I made a you compliment. Like, I, I get random comment. You no, see just, that, Dennis? We just talked about just it. Just completely ignored the pop you got. I know. And just went straight back to the sex. Sex. It's like, <laughs> oh, that Emelina, she looks pretty nice. Yeah. yeah. As you were a pretty good wrestler. Yeah, but Can that we... Emelina, she's got some ankles. I mean, like, really? <laughs> I mean, like, what the hell? Ankles? I mean, dude, I mean, what, 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 what is that? Low Road Jones. No, no, I was complimenting. I know, but it's like, you know, we're trying to take the high road here. Why is the set so bare behind you two jobbers? No disrespect to you guys, but what is? where is the rest of my set? Lean, mean, made items, and, and when the captain was on the show. Buy a hat. He never messed with the set. Everything was pinpoint exact, Seth. The, the set never changed. I got news for you. Captain oh. ain't here no more. Oh, it's over. Nice. It's yeah. over. <laughs> yeah. So I guess it's bad that I put everybody else in his shadow, right? What do you think, Dennis? It's a big shadow and he a is. big beard. He, he was he was a great man. <laughs> R.I.P. Captain. He's not dead, bro. God rest his soul. But yeah. But you beard guys, you're, you're good friends with the captain. You got to stick together. I know you guys are boys, though. You are friends with him. He's the he's the Luke Harper to my Eric Rowan. Yeah, I like uh, it. I like it. And Seth could be the Dick Worley, the referee. Um, like, oh. Yeah. He's ah. a great ref, though. He was a great ref. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, back to the thing about Emelina, all kidding aside. You know, I, I know they're having fun with it, but it's tough when they put it. They only had, like, two items in their preview and yesterday, and I discussed it. We talked about it, and she was one of them. And they didn't even debut her. They just read another package. I was surprised. I was surprised, but they're having fun, but I guess it's okay. Oh, she got bumped? It's really a pretty, uh, pretty uh, big show. It's like, you know, yeah, action-packed. They, they, they did. I, I, I thought it was a good show. And like I said, I my only thing is I'm totally cool with them. You know, you want to you have the New Day break the record? Awesome. You, you, you know, I also think it was good booking because they intertwined a couple of their main events for Sunday for Roblox in that segment. I'm sorry, in that storyline, which was very good booking, very good storytelling. Um, my only thing I really wish they would have did was that Sami Zayn thing I talked about. But, you know, uh, it, it, that's how I think. I think a totally different um, totally different way. <clears throat> I always try to think for the real first, you know, how to get into that. You know, so uh, that's my shtick. All right, look, going to go to break here. <clears throat> Other side of break, uh, I'll get in depth on Raw. Uh, give you some more detail about it. Uh, we'll get to your calls. A lot of you guys are calling the show. The phones are jamming. There's still a couple of lines if you want to call. 866-475-2948. Good luck, though. I don't know. This thing's jamming up pretty good. It's a busy Tuesday edition of the Taz Show. We will be right back. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. All right, we got a... Uh, Little Tuesday loaded packed edition of the Taz Show here. So we're gonna have Mike Johnson coming up at the top of the hour with the PW Insider Report. Uh, I'm gonna try later on to get to this day in history. Seth isn't begging me because he's a mock for himself and his agenda. Uh, excuse me. Uh, that's what I think of Seth and his day in history. Douche. I want to tell you about my friends over at Kumo Tires. That's a K U M. H-O. You know, they hooked me up. You know, I believe in Kumo Tires, man. Visit KumoTire.com to learn how quality tires can improve your car's performance. Better traction, better grip, better control, less noise. Kumo Tire, better always. Kumo Tire, check it out, man. They got tires to help you drive through the toughest road conditions with better grip control, handling, balance, 
for a more comfortable and most importantly, a more safe ride, or a safer ride is a better way to say that. Kumo has the tires to make your ride safer and more trackable. <laughs> a variety of products and patterns to choose from. You got the ultra high performance, you got the all terrain, you got the mud terrain, that's an MUD. You got the on slash off road performance. Passenger cars, these are good for luxury car, race cars, trucks, SUVs, or even the uh, world famous crossovers. Make your life easier and safer and your ride even better with Kumo tires. High quality for better value. Yeah, that's Kumo. So they love you over there. And you're gonna, the winter's coming, man. You get that ride every morning. Yeah, you don't want to run around like my old man used to put chains on the tires, you know, back in the day. No more. Now you got Kumo. Put a Kumo tires on that bitch, you just roll. Just gone, you know? <laughs> you're good to go. Oh, right out of there, you know what I mean? It's just zipping on right on there. So, uh, <laughs> All right, a lot of you guys are calling the show. I want to start talking about Raw. I'll get to you guys on the phone, I promise. Just hang in there. It's not like you're at work, you're doing anything important, or you're in the classroom, or you're in traffic. No matter what you're doing, I'm the most important thing in your life because I'm going to escape you from your misery that you're in. No disrespect to you guys. No, they know I mean that nicely. I don't mean that meanly. No disrespect, of course. I know, Seth. Why? Is that against corporate rules? Why would you talk to the audience like that? You have creative control. You're damn right I do. Yes. And you're damn right I do. And when that leaves, I'm gone. It's not leaving. Gone. Relax. Yes. I'm getting a little defensive when that word comes up. Those two words, creative control. (laughs) It's yours. It's yours. Don't touch my creative control. I'm not touching anything. Don't! Care what Nando says. I don't care if the NYPD has your back. I don't care. Okay. We'll see. I have control over how I talk and what I say. I'm not breaking rules out here. I'm tired of you and your corporate spew. Yeah, that's me. Look at me. Pain in the ball bag. Yeah, always got to have a little comeback. Come back, Jones. You can't just let it lie. You always got to come. See, see. let me tell you something, Dennis. That's what you don't want to do here. Yeah. That's what you don't want to do. I'm just giving him examples of what not to do. We're going to review this later. He upcuts the talent. That, see, that's what he does. He upcuts the talent. And the other shows, all the other podcasts that you're on, that you're the producer of, and you try to muscle in on the audio, and you try to talk on those guys. That's a, that's a lie. Dude, they all hate you. <laughs> All those because ta- we all have meetings, the talent, we all get together. They all hate you, bro. That is so it untrue. seems like a shoot. Oh, it is a shoot. They hate your guts. Untrue. <laughs> they hate you. No. I'm telling you. Nah. They do. They hate you. You're so mean. No, you damn you you don't even know mean. And it's the holiday season, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm feeling it. You don't even know mean. I'll show you mean. Go Stop. Ahead. Mean. Touch me, pug. You don't know mean, bro. You're turning into a corporate stooge, Seth. Someone's got to be. You used to be cool. Well, no, not no. really, but you... you <laughs> <No>. <laughs> really? Not me. What are you turning into? What are you turning this guy into? Wake up! I'm just trying to feed my family. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Get off my back. So, uh, Dennis, you excited about the opportunity maybe to come work on a show with me? <laughs> it's a family-friendly atmosphere around here. It's nice. Uh, this is, this is rare. This, does, this doesn't happen much. This is a rare thing. I Tuesdays. Get, I get a little... Now, if you remember the captain... Remember the captain? Buy a hat. He used to say that I was irascible. And he would say I was solipsistic. He said I was arrogant. He said uh, I was... Uh, I was, excuse me, I was combustible. <laughs> Something in my, I think part of my esophagus is coming up. So, so not only did he have a beautiful beard, he also had a thesaurus. That's great. Yeah, well, no, yeah. he had, no, he had, a, he was very good. His uh, his vocabulary was excellent. 
He was uh, trilingual. Yeah, he had all the tools. <laughs> he, he was great on the board. And you guys let him just walk away. Yep. God, if he, if he actually talks to me. <laughs> he hated you. Different. He hated you, Seth. He hated me more than he loved you. Dennis, you know that. Captain told you he hated Seth. Look, you're not going to drive a wedge between me and Seth. <laughs> Let me tell you about yeah. my best friend. <laughs> I want to hear it. So you guys are best friends? <laughs> We're more than that. No one cares. Okay, great. Oh, <laughs> all right, that's awesome. So, uh, all right, that's awesome. All right, that's great. Woo. Hey, uh, Grant, uh, in uh, Detroit, you are on the Taz Show. What's up, buddy? Uh, what's up? Uh, first time, long time. Oh, really? Look at this guy. First time. Bob Yambag time. How are you, buddy? I'm all right. Uh, I've been listening for since, like, a little bit after WrestleMania, so well, I, apologize. I enjoy every day. Oh, that's good. I'm glad you like the show. Thank you, buddy. I appreciate the support. All kidding aside. Thanks, man. What's yeah. up, bro? Um, I was calling because uh, I didn't hear you touch on, you know, TNA and Ring of Honor are doing business with the Hardys and the Young Bucks? No, I did not know that. I haven't been paying attention to either company. Tell me about that. They're doing business together, like with the deletion gimmick and the Young Bucks? Yeah, yeah, like uh, at the end of the Young Bucks match and final battle, all the, the lights went down, and uh, on the video screen came a uh, broken Matt Hardy. Mm. And uh, and since then, I guess the, that's when the Young Bucks resigned and they got creative with control over uh, their characters. And, uh, I guess part of that was them wanting to do business with the Hardys, and you know, Matt. Um, Pretty sure he invited them to the tag team gimmick they got coming up uh, Thursday. Mm. Look, man, I'm a fan of all the guys we're talking about here with, with you right now, brother oh, Grant. And um, Young Bucks are, I remember the first time I watched those guys work, it was a dark match in TNA, actually. And I was a commentator. And uh, it was Mike Tanay and I, and we might have we might not have called it. It was, like I said, it was a dark match. Sometimes we would call a dark match as a warm up for our voices. I don't think we yeah. called that one, but I remember watching. I think Eric Bischoff was running the show then at the time, and brother, I was like, I heard, I knew who the Bucks were, and watching them, I was like, oh boy, these guys are mm-hmm. awesome, and um, yeah. yeah, they could, they just turn it up, bro. They're, they're great. I'm a big fan of the Bucks, but I like that. And thank you, Grant, for calling. Um, I think that's cool. If they're doing business with TNA and they're doing stuff, you know, ring around TNA doing stuff together, that's cool. And if they're doing stuff with the Bucks and, and, and the Hardys and the whole delete gimmick, the delete, 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 I think that's awesome. I'm going to I gotta watch that. That final deletion thing, GTS, to find out when that thing is, the one that they're doing. I believe you know it's what? Thursday night. Oh, it's this Thursday. Yeah. Mm. I'm going to watch it. It was funny. Uh, Matt Hardy came out and he called them the Bucks of Young. <laughs> You know, he's, yeah, I love the way that's he, the best. Yeah, it's hilarious. You remember the human podcasting way back? He was like my third third show, right? Correct. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That was a long time ago. He was awesome too. Oh. He seems like a great guy. He, Matt and Jeff, both those guys, awesome. I know him a long time. Wrestled them. Uh, had the opportunity to call both of their matches as a team and individually. A lot of matches. Um, I love them. I mean, they're both they're just super guys. I, I don't know. I can't put them over anymore than I can. I mean, you know, they're great. The reinvention is just amazing how he can do that. He's been around for 15 years or uh, longer. Smart, very creative guy, Matt is, you know, and, and just ahead of his time. Very progressive thinking. Kind of reminds me a lot of myself, you know. I mean, so it's like that's kind of how I am, you know. I mean, so, again, hum- being, speaking humbly, I just, I'm just saying. Uh, yeah, so, uh, yeah, that's how, that's, yes. that's my deal. So, so, um, yeah, so uh, anyway, uh, uh, talking about a little raw action here. So, you yeah, know, they, they started the thing off. I like it with the New Day. I like the fact that they, they went, it kind of started with a match. Not really, but they did. You know, the promo wasn't long by the New Day. 
So they went right into the tag team match, and I touched on this in segment one of my show here. Um, the New Day comes out, uh, Seamus Cesaro come out, Anderson Gallows come out. Here we go, three-way Jones. We're going to get into this. Look, the pacing of this match from a physical wrestler perspective was excellent. Anderson and Gallows got the heat right before the commercial break, which is very smart to do. Okay, that's that's smart TV tag team wrestling. You want the heels going into the break, usually with the heat. Sometimes they'll do it with a big baby face move over the top rope where the guy's spiel and land on the floor. And then, oh, my God, what's going to happen? We'll be right back. Leaves you a little cliffhanger Jones type thing. <clears throat> you know, when they came back from break, I was surprised there was no B-roll, secondary footage of the heels doing some dastardly things to the baby faces. They didn't do that. I was a little surprised. Uh, I thought for sure, because they think they had the heat on Kofi at the time. They were beating up on Kofi, Anderson Gallows. Cesaro and Sheamus weren't in there. And then they come out of break, and they were still had Kofi kind of immobilized. And I'm like, oh, they're going to go back. They're going to show some secondary footage, as we call it in the biz b-roll um inside terms inside baseball terms as we call it so yeah but they didn't do that i was a little surprised at that but uh i was also surprised again i talked about demolition the actual team demolition that they weren't in the audience or something like as guests but then again we talked about the whole lawsuit thing and that's probably why <clears throat> but <clears throat> excuse me i do think it would have been cool if they were in attendance somehow some way or if they would have did something like a message like a skype or like a video message that was pre-taped of demolition from like their home, I don't know, whatever. I, 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 it don't matter. Business gets in the way. I mean, yeah, I guess business gets in the way of doing some creative stuff, so that kind of happens sometimes. But you know, um, I thought it would have been cool to have them there. You guys disagree? Agree? Yes? No? Dennis, you awake? You good? Yeah. Huh? Okay. That would have been cool, definitely. Those guys are. Thank you, Dennis. Yeah. Uh, what about you, Seth? Right. What do you think? <laughs> no, I uh, demolition. I mean, the lawsuit hurts. It's tough. You know, it's tough to do business, like yeah. you just said. Yeah. But they should have been there. It would have been nice, like a passing of the torch type thing. Yeah. But, you know, it is what it is, and things happen. I'm, I'm sure it probably crossed Vince's mind and company, I'm sure. But, I mean, I don't know what I don't know what the lawsuit is. I don't care. It's not my business. I don't get involved with that. But, anyway, uh, Anderson Gallows uh, had most of the spotlight laying down the heat <clears throat> on a new day. Um, you know, it was interesting because Graves and Saxon both said, felt that Anderson Gallows were going to win. And, you know, unfortunately, usually when the announcers say that, you know that those guys aren't going to win. And that was the thing I used to do when I was a commentator in WWE. If I knew who was going to win a match, I would tell Vince. Like, I remember the first two times I said to Vince, I, I want to say that, uh, let's say it was Kurt Angle, that Kurt Angle is going to win, <clears throat> that I think he's going to win. He'd go, oh, damn it. Why are you going to give away the finish? What the hell? Just give it all away, Taz. I'm like, no, no, Vince. Everyone expects when the announcer says it that it never happens. I want to say it, so then people, he goes, genius, red herring, I like it, let's do it. Yeah. So that, I, would, I would do that sometimes. He got it. And he called me a genius, you're damn right. So the thing is, man, sometimes it's okay for the announcers to say that, because they bring you on a fantastic journey or voyage. Lakeside. No, it wasn't Lakeside. Who was the band? I, I GTS'd. All right, all right. No, but I'm thinking of, who did... Um, Think of a different song. Though. I'm thinking of the five, not the Commodores. Earth, Wind, and Fire. Earth, yes. Wind, and Fire. Yeah. That's who yes. I thought did it. They sound like Earth, Wind, and Fire, yes. the original. This was, yeah, it was one of those one-off guys. Yeah. Can we play it? No. No. Why? Do a little extra work for the uh, audio on demand? Play it for, you know, for fun? Look, Dan's like, why can't you play it? He's used to, like, the network where they yes. can just do whatever they want. No. 
Not his son. No. no. Copyright law. Handcuff oh, oh. Jones. It's getting down there, too. Yeah. It's coming. Oh, yeah. yeah. There's a storm coming down there, too. Yeah. Oh, it's making its way. And, <laughs> and do you know who's starting that storm? The guy to your right. Oh, yeah. I'm like a right to censor. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. That was a good one. Oh, boy, the lines are jammed up. Oh, it's a very busy show. Oh, my God, you scared me. So, uh, <laughs> 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 Sorry, I didn't mean to scare you like uh, that. Uh, I'm very jumpy. I hope I don't mess up. Hey, uh, Tiana, Tiana in D.C., you're on the Tasha. I said your name wrong. Say your name, please. Tania Wu. Tania Wu. Oh, hi. How are you? I'm great. Good moment to all of you. Good moment, young lady. How can I help you? I just want to talk to you about Raw a little bit. I was out there in Philly, and I felt like I had some Taz vibes going on. So I'm looking across the arena, and I see some T-Woo signs that kind of look like the WWE thing. I was like, damn, I don't know who they are if it was about me, but I, I made it about me. I put it wow. on Twitter. Well, you're over. Like, hey. you got some signs being made. You're a big star in Raw now. That's pretty good, T-Woo. I love it. Yeah, your fans are so good to me on Twitter and Facebook. They're, they're really kind. No more stalking me, trying to make tender moments, but they're really nice now. <laughs> tender moments. It's really good. That was yeah, funny. So, <laughs> so they used to be in my inbox, like, come on, we need to make a tender story. I was like, no, I'm, I'm good. But okay, so. The, um, That's awesome. <laughs> the other thing was, um, during the Cruiserweight match, yes. TJ Perkins and um, Brian Kendrick. Yes. I don't. I want to ask your opinion. Is it anything that creative could do? Because I don't know why the crowd's not into it. It's no, not I was like just listen, listen. I was just gonna say. Let me interrupt you. I'm sorry. I was just gonna say. I, you were there. I wasn't. I could tell at home. Yo, check it out. They were flat. You guys were flat. The audience was just flat. Um, they started saying this is boring, and of course the. Um, TM Punk chants. I'm like, but th these guys are in it. They were good. It, yeah. it wasn't a boring match. I just don't get it. I don't, uh, no, I'll tell you I what it is. No, no, it's simple to me. And I understand that you don't get it. I And most fans don't understand because you're right. It was a good match. Those guys are tremendous talents. You're exactly right. And thank you for calling uh, to me and being a, a supportive fan of the show. I appreciate it. Uh, and congrats on the sign success. But listen, so the thing is this. The problem with, with the Cruiserweights, not that there really is a problem. Um... <laughs> They're oversaturated. It's just, it's not special anymore. And and that's just me giving my honest critique, you know, where it's like, you you know, when they did the, 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 the uh, 205, um, not 205, when they did the um, Cruiserweight tournament uh, on, on, what, on, on the WWE Network, I can't remember the name of the tournament. Cruiserweight Classic. Cruiserweight Classic, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I'll say thing. Um, uh, yo, I covered that thing extensively here, the Cruiserweight Classic. And I watched every one of those Cruiserweight Classic shows each week on a network, like a lot of you guys did, and it was special. And then, you know, I guess the WWE saw the success and the popularity of that, and they just went full throttle on this thing here, and and it's like Cruiserweights everywhere. They were on Raw, they have their own show, then they were on SmackDown. It was just everywhere, and it's still everywhere. And, 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 and I'm happy for those guys, and happy for the young guys getting opportunity, but... Then you run the risk of two guys that are ultra talented uh, in TJP and, and Kendrick getting a ring, and, and in Philly, a town that loves action and wrestling, and they weren't into it. You know, it's just, and, and it's not because they're not, there's nothing behind the characters, because there is. It's because, in my opinion, I think it's a thing of uh, oversaturated. I, I agree with you until Jack Gallagher showed up. That guy. Yeah. was electric. Yeah, he's different. You know, he is. He's different. It's it's everything you'd want from the vaudevillains. Right. 
He's like he oh he with the second he came at that mustache yeah 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 his, somebody said something funny he, dude on, on Twitter let me interrupt you go ahead somebody says to me uh, I, I wish I I'm sorry I don't remember who it was they said they should put the uh, Cal Gallagher and uh, vaude villains together and call them the old day <laughs> 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 I wish I could take the credit for that but it was a fan I don't remember who but it was very funny the old day but yeah good you were saying the second he announced my intentions are yeah, like yeah, yeah. that's perfect. Well, yeah, it was. I think, yeah, people like him because he's different. And I think people, I, I, no disrespect towards Kendrick, who I, I consider a friend, uh, and I've always got along with Brian, and I and I know TJP, too, I mean, for a long time. I love those guys. But I think people were just happy that something interrupted it, especially in Philly. I kind of know how that crowd Absolutely. works. Because if you listen to Mike Johnson, when he comes a little while, he'll tell you that uh, I'm over in Philly. See, Mike Johnson. I've heard. You know, like he implied once on the show that I was over in Philly, and basically he implied nowhere else. <laughs> oh, yes, just Philly. Not yeah. a good moment. No, not no, was not a good moment, and he's still on the show. So anyway, um, no, but okay. Aside, I do think that um, I think Gallagher coming out was cool. I liked it and all that stuff, uh, and people did. To your point, Dennis, they did. They liked the fact that he came out. I think they were just happy that something else was happening. They just weren't into that match. I think. I just think. These cruise and they had two cruiserweight matches on the show. I, th I think TJP and Kendrick, you just you've seen it a lot. It's, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like time for something new. Give a, give us one of the anybody else. Right. I like Rich Swan. I think Rich Swan's got to be careful. I think they get to a point. Rich Swan where he's getting over. I mean, how much we're we gonna see him dance and be happily sarcastic? Right. I mean, he's got a very genuine, sad story about how he grew up. Absolutely. I, I say in the ring, the guy is amazing. He's a tremendous, tremendous talent. There is no doubt about that. I mean, ain't nobody throwing a flag on that. The guy's unbelievable. But I just, you know, I think he should be a heel. I say that guy should just be a straight heel. I mean, Rich Swan. He'd be he, good. He would. And once they, and they'll turn him eventually, dude, and he's going to be good. I mean, I think he should be a heel, uh, my opinion. Hey, uh, Ryan on Strong Island, you're on the Taz Show. What's up, buddy? Good moment, Taz, my man. Good moment, my man, Ryan. How are you? <laughs> Pretty good, sir. KFJ, welcome back. Thank you very much. Uh, he's not staying long. Yeah. I told him rent, don't buy. <laughs> Honestly, Taz, my man, I I, uh, I usually save a few episodes for the weekend just to get through it. Of course. Uh, and so I just found out that Seth was back on Saturday night, I think. And uh, I, I, it, it, was, it was fantastic, man. Like, you guys just play off of each other so well. Oh, we have great chemistry. Yeah, that's what I've been Absolutely. hearing. Everybody. What about the, you don't you don't know love for, for, for the Lumberjack, Dennis Jones? I, I have, I got love for the Dennis Jones. I Good moment, sir. <laughs> Good moment. Dennis Jones might be the producer in 2017 of the Taz Show. What are you going to do then? He won't hear until 2018. Hey, that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> you know. Dennis Jones, quick witted Jones. There he is. Yeah. I, I'm, a, I'm a day one, you know, human podcast machine listener anyway. Ah, so, old school, whatever, old school. Whatever you give me, uh, it's cool, you know. I appreciate that, Ryan. <laughs> I appreciate the support. What do you want to talk about, buddy? Uh, just two points. You were talking about Emma before, and I went to a live event on uh, Sunday night, and she was actually a referee for one of the matches. Oh, really? Was uh, yeah. uh, where was the show? In Westchester at the Westchester uh, County, County Fair. Uh, Westchester County Westchester. Uh, what do you call it? The gimmick where I split my skull open. <laughs> yeah, Bubba, Bubba Ray Dudley split my skull open. Yeah. Is that the it's building you're talking about? No, it was Poughkeepsie, not Westchester. I don't even know where, where, where I am. This is the Westchester County Center. It's in, it's in like, uh, borderline, like, Yonkers over sir, there. Sir, sir, I've wrestled there. I know where it is. <laughs> okay, continue, Ryan. Continue. Go ahead. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, I just wanted to, like, kind of make a point to that. Um, what I really wanted to tell you was, uh, 
I, it dawned on me while I was at the show, while I was watching Roman Reigns wrestle. Mm. Um, I kind of feel like I understand why the children and the women love him, but like the 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 men and the college people and the older gentlemen, we we hate him. <laughs> well, what, what, well, what's the reason? Why? Because is it envy? Because no one, no, it's tough to look like this guy. Is no. a good-looking guy with a great physique. No, because I was sitting there booing the crap out of him, and then some lady just nudges me on my elbow like, hey, that's my son's favorite. Like, <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> um, it's just, when I when I watch him, I, look, I, I think back to the shield, right? Yeah. You look at Dean Ambrose, you look at Seth Rollins, they both, they both evolved. Like, they don't look the same, they don't wear the same stuff, they don't do it, like, you know, generally they, they've changed up their games. Yeah. If I watch a Roman, if I watch a match that contained Roman Reigns from two years ago, he's doing all of the same things. He's doing the drive-by kick. He's doing the Superman punch. The spear. It's it's very. Uh, hmm. I feel like he's grown very complacent. Uh, he, he could be a little. Like, but got continue. But like, I can't knock him at all. I've never taken a bump in my life. You know, he's a right. world-class athlete. Right, he is. Yeah. No, no, no disrespect to his athleticism because you he, he, he can see the guy's jack. Like, oh no, he's a great athlete. Yeah, no doubt. For a guy his size, but, the way he moves and and his athleticism, he's he was a D one college just, football player. I mean, the guy's legit. He played at Georgia Tech, I, I believe. I can't speak for anybody but myself, but I feel like he's maybe grown a little complacent, and he he's capable of so much more. Well, you don't know, but see, you you don't know that, Ryan. You don't know if he's capable of much more. He might be, he might not be confident much more, and the office might be telling him, "Look, to to the audience, it's broken, so fix it." But to the office, it's not broke, so don't fix it. And I know to the office, it's not broke, so fix it because they're still pushing him, and and he's still drawing. And because those you said it in this beginning of your conversation, Ryan, because of those women and those children are reacting to him. That's his target audience. Definitely, definitely. No, no, so, bro, so to hear what I just told you. His target yeah. audience, uh, no disrespect, is not you and your boys and, <laughs> and guys my age and college yeah. guys. It's That's not yeah. his target audience. It, it makes sense. I just, it, it, the way he walks around, he, he walks with the chip on his shoulder like he's the best, he's yes. the top guy, you yes. know. That's fine. I'm cool with but that. But, right, because, right, he's a star. He walks around like a star, and that's I, like his shtick. I was a I was a huge fan of his, okay. but it's just when when I think about my favorites from back in the day, all the greatest wrestlers, yourself included. Thank you. No two matches were the same. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like it's I hear just, you. it's very mechanical. I feel like if I've seen one Roman Reigns match, I've seen them all. There's that, a lot that, of guys, but Ryan, you're right, Ryan. You're right about that. I understand that you're saying his move set is complacent, right? Definitely right, and and and, I'm, and and thank you for calling, Ryan. I appreciate it. And you're not wrong, but he's not the only guy guilty of that. And there are men and women on that roster that are doing the same thing, and in, in the other companies too. And um, you know, <laughs> I got to be honest. You know, a, a lot of times wrestlers, and I've done it myself. You get into that rut. Yeah, you're saying with me, you've never seen that. Well. A couple of things where I had an advantage over Roman Reigns or any of these WWE talents is I was on TV once a week. I wasn't on TV with all this penetration of programming that WWE has, like these talents. So I could, so the absence makes the heart grow fonder a lot of times. If you like a man or a woman as a competitor, you know, you have to wait a week to see them again. And they might not be on because I was on a show like an ECW, for example. It was one hour a week. One hour a week. 
So people were, pardon the pun, jonesing for the stuff. You know what I mean? <clears throat> and sometimes I wasn't on the show. I would just be on there cutting a promo. <clears throat> you wouldn't see Raven wrestle every week or Van Damme wrestle every week or Sabu wrestle every week. And because we, we didn't have the time. You know, and peak of the time, I got to go to break here. But you uh, know, yes, even uh, Ric Flair, one of the greatest of all time, he he had a a style to his matches that was very similar. Yeah, it was a lot of yeah. the same move set because you know it works. But people got to realize Roman Reigns' target audience is, is 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 who he's hitting, and Ryan said it in his call, who who's going crazy from the kids and 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 the females. So that makes him like the heir apparent to Cena in a way for the company. Uh, in right? essence, yeah, and right. Cena did pretty well, and uh, and I think Roman Reigns is look. I've got to go to break. Speaking of doing well, I'm doing great. <laughs> so uh, other side of break, we'll have the PW Insider Report with Mike Johnson. I still got to go over Raw after Mike's done yapping and put himself over, and then the phone lines are jammed. I'll get to the phone calls. I promise. It's a very busy show. I'll be right back. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. All right, Taz Show. There we go. Holiday Jones. Got uh, one hour down, one hour to go here in this Tuesday edition. Talking a lot about Raw. I got a lot of people calling the show. I'll get to you guys in a second. Supposed to have the PW Insider Report. That ain't happening. Um, we can't reach Mike, so I don't know what's going on. Maybe he's got a... Burial Jones. Maybe he's got a problem with his phone system. I don't know what's going on. Maybe it's snowing. Uh, he only lives about 10 miles, man. It's, well, it's not snowing. So, uh, I don't know what's going on. But, uh, yeah, uh, you know, whatever. It is what it is. You know what? So, you know, whatever. Thanks, Mike. Talk to you. Uh, actually, talk to you in 2017. Because uh, we will not be uh, doing a show next Tuesday or the following Tuesday. Or the following week or the week after that. Actually, we're not doing shows uh, for a while. Uh, we'll be gone for after this week uh, for a good, good amount of time. No, January. Early January, we'll show be back. Right, Seth? January 9th. Oh, thanks for stooging that off. Um, I didn't. That, that or wasn't or not. No, no, excuse me. I thought I had creative control. You didn't tell me not to say the date. You just no, asked but me. But nobody in the corporate office discussed that with me. I was told hearsay. This, the January 9th. That is not true. Don't, don't, who's the hearsay? You, me. Yeah. So I was not told. But you're not my boss. <laughs> so I was not locked into that date. Is that are we? You got coverage from the big boss on that, right? The Giants in, uh, in my headset. He said, yeah. He, can, he confirms <laughs> January 9th. Don't do it. Don't do it. Yeah, January 9th. Are we good on yeah. January 9th? That's what he said. Uh, thanks for thanks yeah. for taking creative control of my show, Seth, and telling the people when the show's come back. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. There it is. I didn't sneeze, but thank you. Um, yeah, so that's the deal. All right, so I was talking about Raw. I got to get to these calls. I, it's a, just a very, very big. I didn't even get a chance to talk about the football, about the freaking Patriots won. They beat the Ravens. I told you, Seth. You talked all that smack. You act like they were going to win a game. They didn't win. I'm not getting to football. I just wanted to point it out. Okay. Why do you get that s- silly look on your face? You just don't like my face. Just admit yes. that. Yes. Thanks. Right. It's because I'm Jewish. <laughs> <laughs> Never ends. Never ends. All right. So, uh... That is something. No one's trending. I'll tell you what's not trending, the Taz show. But I'll tell you what is trending. I don't know why we're not trending, by the way. What's trending is something I want to tell you, Seth. Hashtag grab your violin. Uh, that's 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 it. That is. So go cry me a river somewhere and drown in it while you're at it. <laughs> go drown in your tears, you dumbass. Do you make fun of people drowning? I mean, no, no, just you. I'm not making fun of people, just just you and your tears. You would be really upset for about 15 minutes if I drown. I would try to help you. I would throw you like a life preserver. you throw me an anvil. No, I'd... <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Let's be honest. 
I told you the friggin' Patriots gonna win, and that, it pisses me off. And you're the one who had me have some hope. Me and Dennis both told you that the Patriots were gonna win. We don't want them to win, but it was we close. Had, they were, yeah, I know. Close for no cigar. Yeah. It's because of you. Somebody cover Chris Hogan. Somebody cover him. Chris Hogan was a great lacrosse player at uh, Penn State. Did you know that? Dual sport? Wow. No, no, he didn't play college football at Penn State. He played <laughs> Wow. He played lacrosse, the big time D1 Big 10 fo- uh, lacrosse. He was a lacrosse player. Yeah, and and he did not play football at Penn State. Interesting. Dude, I, I didn't cover know that. the game. I know sports, bro. No kidding. I know, I know sports. Know. I know the game. What are you laughing at? I was called the Viking. Oh! I almost called him the Viking. Ouch. That would have been a punishing comment. What are yeah. you laughing at, Lumberjack? <laughs> What you, know, you think I don't know sports? No, I think you know sports very well. I just I, yeah, yeah. The dynamic in this room is through the roof right now. We got a our own triple threat. Well, that's what they call it, dynamic. <laughs> they call it a dynamic. So you're Bam Bam. Okay. Yeah, no, I don't know the dynamic. It's called a just a mess at times because I get mad and I got to cover raw and I got people calling the show. Miles in California, my friend, you're on the Taz show. How's it going, Taz? How's it going, Seth? How's it going, Dennis? Good moment. What's going on, Miles? Miles is a longtime caller of the Taz Show. Be very nice to Miles in California. What's up, big guy? Yeah, I just wanted your take on the main event, New Day, be- making history. Mm. And back to what you said about Jamie Zane. Mm. I agree with you by a long shot. My opinion, I think he should lose straight up, turn hill, and just beat the go to town, Braun. Come roadblock. Wait, say, wait, repeat that one more time. So I got a text from from someone, Mike Johnson, who thinks he's bumped. Who actually we tried to call. So someone tweet Mike and tell him, no, you weren't bumped. They tried to call you, you didn't answer. Sorry, sorry about that, Miles. Repeat your question, your statement one more time. Um, I want your opinion on the main event, New Day making history, and back to just about Jamie saying, I agree with you a lot, honestly. Yes. Because of that whole storyline between him and Mick Foley was was gold. Honestly. Yeah. My opinion, I think that. He sh- he should straight up lose, go straight go straight straight uphill and just go to town on Braun Kimbrough Block. That's just my opinion. So you think that you're saying that he should go, meaning Sami Zayn face Braun uh, Braun, Stro- uh, Braun, Braun Strowman this Sunday and get beat, just straight up beat. Yeah, and just go straight. You just turn straight heel and go to town on Braun. Oh, 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 go straight heel. Yeah, yeah. I I think you're right. I think at some point, I think maybe to your point. In the loss, that snaps him. That just puts him over the edge. You know, and maybe after the match he does that, or maybe the next night on Raw, something. Yeah, I, I think you're onto it. I think you're right. Um, my idea and your idea combined, uh, Miles, I think it might be working. You know what I mean? Yeah. All right, bro. Thanks for calling, buddy. I appreciate it, man. All right, no problem. We'll see you, bud. So there you go, Miles of California. Thanks for calling. It's a long time call of the show. Uh, are we trying to reach Mike? I, because I don't feel like I'm blowing a guy off here. The, the, there's that look. Deer in the headlight, Jones. Okay, nah, so. All right, I'm good. Cool. No, maybe our, our team could try and reach him. Okay, just let me know when he's on, and we'll put him on the show. Yes, sir. Okay, we'll put him on the show, because I'm tired of being nice to people that are guests on the show. Dennis. That's how you get the big names. No. <laughs> Dennis, you don't stand. That's how I am, a guest. I don't have guests a lot on the show. When I do, they have their act together, and they're gentlemen or ladies, and we're all business. Okay, we have fun. It's not an interview. It's a conversation. But I don't play games. No, you're okay? not a game I player. No, I don't play games. I'm a topic-driven show. Okay, I don't. I, you know, so I don't like the, the tone that Mike Johnson took of me via the text. Take it up with him. Don't oh, yell gonna, at me. Oh, don't worry. He's going to be on via Skype, and I'm going to take it up visually with him. Visually. Dennis, careful. Dennis. That's right. Visually. I'm going to take it up with him. So uh, Seth will let me know via the thing. So back to Raw. Um, let me tell you what's going on here. So <clears throat> I talked a little bit about, you know, that, that opening segment, which I thought was good. Uh, you know, and, and, and yeah, I, I like that the... Um, <sighs> 
I liked, like I said earlier at the top of this show, that they took us on a ride, WWE, and it was all circled. The thread of the ride was the tag team titles and the New Day. And I thought it was done really well, intertwining all the stories in with it, you know, uh, that, that lead to Sunday, like... You know, uh, stuff with Seth Rollins and, and Jericho and Roman Reigns and and uh, you know it's smart what they're doing and Kevin Owens and it's all it's all good the way it's done, and and it helps everybody including the New Day because now they they they'll go ahead and they they go ahead and they win this thing. I still think they should lose soon. If they don't lose those belts soon, then they ain't losing for a long time. Because it's not intriguing anymore. Now it's just like, okay, they're the tag team titles. Now they're the tag team chance. They've been a tag team chance for a long time. Now, look, I want to say one thing about the New Day. This might be noteworthy. I've been the guy out here for a long time saying, take those titles off the New Day because they don't need the titles. The titles either need to make the guy or, or, or the guy needs to make the titles. That neither is happening, neither has been happening with the tag team titles in the New Day. The New Day didn't need them. No one even knew the tag team titles were on the New Day for the longest time. But then, I have to say, with this whole record thing and the demolition thing, now the tag team titles really mean a lot. And the past couple of weeks, especially, they really hammered at home last night, they really elevated the actual importance of the titles. And everything's going to get lost in the shuffle here because of... You know, uh, okay, well, now uh, the heel team's going to win. Uh, or uh, Sheamus and Cesaro, I thought, was going to win. All right, so they win that first match on Raw. Now we go to the main event on Raw. So now the heel team of Jericho and Owens going to win. No, no, they're not going to win. Okay, well, maybe you know Rollins and Reigns wins. Okay, and that didn't happen. So bottom line is it shows the importance of the titles. And I do think that even though I've been the guy knocking the WWE that – the tag team titles have meant nothing on the New Day. At the end of the day, they've been making those titles mean a lot more now after what we saw last night. You agree with what I'm saying, Dennis? I absolutely understand. What I want to ask you is, I'm with you. The New Day as tag champs are stale. Who would be a good tag team in the Raw division to take it off of them? Is it Cesaro and Sheamus? Um... Like who? Who would you? Who would you give the rub to? I, I would want to give it to Cesaro and Sheamus. That's what I thought last night. They should have. I mean, I don't think either of the teams needed it. Uh, meaning the teams, um, um, what do you call it? The teams that were in the main event. in the main event last night. The other four cats, none of them needed. Two of them have main singles titles. Right. So uh, I think Sheamus and Cesaro would need. It. I think you said that too yesterday, right? I thought they would be. I thought they'd be a great tag team, uh, champions. Obviously. Yeah. 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 Uh, you know, I, I just to me. That's what I. That's the route I would have went with it. You know, I mean, who would you pick if it wasn't them? I kind of like the idea of Reigns and Rollins, um, just for the whole the whole Shield factor you bring back. Uh, nostalgia hits in WWE, and people are clamoring for the Shield. Right, right. So, I mean, especially with Dean being on SmackDown, the Shield left on Raw is Reigns and Ambrose. Right, and right. you put that back on them, and then you could always do another. Uh, maybe Reigns turns heel this time. Finally, gets Rollins back for all, 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 years. all the years. Right, right, right. It could Something be, like that. Yeah, yeah. Well, what's going on right now is uh, the PW uh, Insider Report will not be via Skype. Uh, we have Mike Johnson. You are not getting you open today, sir. Uh, Mike Johnson, uh, how are you, sir? Hey, 
I'm good. I've been sitting here. I don't know what's going on. I apologize for oh. my tardiness. Well, yeah, I, I, I accept your apology. What's up, Seth? It's our Skype. We owe, we owe Mike an apology. Well, I don't know. I don't think I want to apologize to Mike. Um, I don't know what we is and why you would say we, Seth, unless you have a mouse in your pocket. I don't, I don't think I owe you, Mike, an apology because I was told we tried to reach you, sir. I, I've been sitting here since 7.45 in front of my computer, and so, so I apologize uh, that you now, tried to reach me. Now I'm being called a liar. Video um, Bryce did I say you were a liar? That's you, in, not you, fair. Implied, you implied I was lying. This is the holiday season. I would not call you a liar. <laughs> you implied, sir, that I was a liar. You implied, And I wasn't the one who tried to call you. You know why? Because I'm busy. Okay, I'm doing a show and I'm kicking ass and I'm having a great time. And then my friend Mike Johnson, who I respect, you, Mike. Uh, I uh, then when my team tells me we can't reach Mike, he disappeared. He went out on a binge last night. So now what? <laughs> so, now I know you. You know I know you're busy. Wow. I texted you and said, "Am I bumped?" <laughs> <laughs> well, I know I might have mentioned today? that on the air. Um, yeah, <laughs> I might have mentioned that text on the air. So what's up, oh, okay. Mike? How you doing, buddy? What's going on, champ? I'm good. I'm good. I hope everybody's doing well, and uh, uh, you know, I, I guess you know you're about to take your break, so I want to congratulate you on a great, great year of the Taz Show. Thank you, buddy. Yeah, um, you know, there's going to be a. Uh, uh, this is funny, Mike. I, I don't think I don't think I've said this publicly yet. I'll kind of quasi break the news. Not that it's huge news, but we're going to put out a best of 2016 show. You're in it a few times, Mike, but it's oh, actually cool. but it's actually called. And my friend, Lean Mean, a big fan of the show, who does a lot of video work for the show, he's the one who put it together. And we're, we're going to drop it during the break, but it's called Best Moments of the Taz Show. <laughs> you get we the do, joke or not really? We do, we do like our good <laughs> moments here. Yeah, we do good moments. I had to speak um, uh, to the Lumberjack. We have uh, uh, Dennis Jones, the potential new producer. Uh, Dennis is a big wrestling fan, Mike, and, um, and he's uh, in studio here. He's from CBS Sports Radio. Big fancy damn producer, you know. Uh, Dennis, please say hello to Mike Johnson. Then. Good moment, Mike. <laughs> hello, sir. How are you? I'm doing well. Yourself? Uh, I'm doing well. I'd probably do better if I could see you, but you have quite the voice. Oh, he's a very handsome man, and and he's uh. Well, we he, need a new handsome guy in these parts. Yes, I, hear. I know. Well, he's he's a bearded man, and he's kind of like a Seamus type of guy, like that look. You know what I mean? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. He's kind of like the captain with ginger. Like the cap, remember the captain? Buy a hat. Yeah, like that, but different, you know. Uh, so, Mike, what's going on? You got any scuttlebutt, any news, any dirt? What do you got going on? Well, WWE's taping tribute to the troops and SmackDown tonight. Right. SmackDown um, so Live was taped yesterday, right? No, no, I'm, no, 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 which three weeks in, it's no longer live, but hopefully that's just a one-week uh, aberration. Dude, I was thinking that, but is it because of the troops gimmick? Yeah, because if not, they would have had to tape an hour of 205 Live two hours, not including commercial, you know, with commercial breaks included of tribute, right. and then do, do SmackDown for two hours live, mm, and then film Talking Smack afterwards, so it would have been quite the, uh, the grueling night for production, so they, were, they, they made the right move there. So wait a minute, now, tribute is, uh, pardon my ignorance, it's shot already, or they're shooting it when? They're shooting it tonight, it's gonna, with commercial breaks, it's going to be two hours. Where, is the, where are they doing that? Washington D.C. Oh, D.C. Because they were in Philly last night. Okay. Yeah. So they were actually uh, the, the the raw crew is all going to, to the SmackDown taping tonight. So if they're needed for the tribute show, that they are there. Yeah. Well, this time of year, I, I know when I worked for WWE all the years doing TV, 
I know during the holiday season, it's all hands on deck. Like everybody, like you know, they they don't play around. They get everything done, and they want to put out the programming, and they do a good job of it. So, uh, but yeah, so uh, you know, I'm sure you caught raw, right? I mean, I I what I said, Mike, I felt like they took the audience in a good way, in a positive way. They took us all on like a fantastic voyage. I finally got it right. A fantastic throughout the show, peaks and valley, uh, peaks and valleys. Uh, the thread of it obviously was the new day. It, they they were, there was good teases. Now they were going to lose these titles, and then with the champagne, with Stephanie, and then they went that route. I'm just saying, I liked it. I liked the whole thread, and they intertwined stories that are going to sell Roadblock. You know, so I thought it was good. Yeah, you know, it kind of reminds me of a couple of weeks ago when they did the Sasha Banks and Charlotte stuff, and that ran through the course of the, of the three-hour broadcast. Good point. To me, that's the way that the raw—you can't do it every week. No. But if you do that with characters that the audience cares about— You'll, you'll have, and we'll see whether the ratings bear out my theory, I think you'll have more of a chance of getting the audience to invest in the show and want to stick around between hours one to two to three mm. because they want to see, hey, what, what, are, how are they going to get past these obstacles? Who's going to win? Who's going to have the title? And if you make this stuff matter where something that happens in, episode, in, in hour one feeds into hour two and then it finally climaxes in hour three, you're going to have people who are going to care and are going to want to stick around. To me, that's a lot better than throwing out 12 or 15 or 18 different segments of just random things that are happening. Yeah. The, the, yeah. You know, and, and with New Day, you know, I, I think the act is a little stale right now because it's been yes. so repetitive. Yes, I agree. There's no denying the popularity of, of, of that uh, and, and that they are a franchise for the company. So anything you can do to make, the, make them have to stand up and fight to get beyond something, and, and this week... You've got them against your two your two top baby faces and arguably your two top heels in the brand in one match after they've already wrestled against two rivals. Mm. Uh, you know, and they're under the thumb of Stephanie because they pissed her off. Right. You know, to me that's great storytelling. And you know, the the one thing that the New Day's kind of needed is a great story for them to work through and something to fight over. Right. And something to, to fight past because they've got. You know, it's kind of like new, new, uh, new Age Outlaws. They've got the gift of gab. They've got the belts. The fans love them. Okay, now that we've got them built to this position, what do we do to make the fans care about them more beyond just an entrance act? Yeah. And I think they did a nice job with that. And, and even, you know, we, we're not talking about that, but even the Sami Zayn McFoley thing, mm. that built over a couple of segments. And I think that's kind of the key, the, the key to the secret sauce that WWE, especially on Raw, has been missing quite a bit in the last year. Yeah, I gave a little uh, deal on that. You know, I, I know you've heard recently I talked about Sami Zayn. Now they got a, they should go taxi driver Robert De Niro with him as a heel. Yeah. I talked about that a couple weeks ago. I thought last night they missed an opportunity. This is just kind of a fantasy booking thing, but I really thought while uh, while Curtis Axel was wrestling Braun Strowman uh, in an under, underneath position, unfortunately for him. Uh, poor, poor Axel. I know, I know. I, I Dude, I really thought that there was a chance, and I was hoping that they would have Sammy come either through the crowd or from under the ring or dressed as a cameraman or a grip and just in a disguise and come in there and just hit Braun Strowman from behind in the back of the skull, literally knock him out and just pound on him with a weapon and bloody him. Violent City Jones right in Philadelphia turn this guy heel and let him shave his own head like really really hack a lot of the the robert de niro old school taxi driver thing you, you know you think i'm a taxi driver and so now going into this match on sunday with braun it's not just like like you know okay hey hey um 
you know, uh, can you survive 10 minutes? That's the key here, Sammy. No, no, no. The key now, you put Braun Strowman in a position. Can he survive? You know, yeah. now we see Braun in a vulnerable position against a guy who's insane, you know? Yeah, I, I like the idea, and they may still go there because, to me, the key to this thing working on Sunday is not Sammy survives, is that Sammy finally loses it and becomes so unhinged right. that he ends up disqualified. I so agree, uh, but, the, but they, they, they had a chance yesterday to get blood involved. I mean, maybe this is the ECW in me, you know, but I really believe that you had to go that you had a chance to go that route last night, and this guy, Sammy Zane, he can pull that off. He can yeah. do it. The one thing he's great at is, is pulling people into his matches emotionally. Yeah. Especially with his facial expressions, I think he's extremely underrated the way that he does it. Yes. But to me, the key to that segment working is he finally loses his mind, gets completely unhinged, and gets disqualified because of it. Braun gets to say, quote-unquote, undefeated, but Sammy, in the eyes of the fans, gets the, quote-unquote, moral victory. He's got to bloody him up. I know that won't happen, but he's got he's got to do something violent with a weapon. It shouldn't be with his hands. He's got to do something with a weapon because right now Sami Zayn's on the cusp of being a whiner because yeah. it seems like he's almost just a whining guy in character. I'm not knocking the guy personally, but I'm just saying. So that's what they got to be careful. But you know what? It's intriguing. Sami means something right now, and those tag titles mean something right now. I said this before when you were late to come on the show, Mike, today. <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, oh, what the hell? Sorry, uh, unprofessional, Taz, I know. Uh, but the thing is, man, I, the tag team titles finally mean something right now because the whole while they want a New Day, this whole while, the New Day's characters and how funny and entertaining and all that stuff and the, and the push outshine the importance of championships. And and now the championships mean something, which to me, you got to get them off those guys right away. <laughs> put put it on two guys that need it, like Cesaro and Sheamus. Yep, I, I'm fine with that because th- to me at this point, and I've said this before publicly, New Day are a franchise unto themselves now. They don't need those belts. Right. So if you put them in a position where the belts go to somebody else who could use them, you make another team important and you give New Day something to chase. You give them you know, uh, something to pursue, you give them a goal, the audience can relate to that, and, you know, the big moment would be, because we are fans of good moments here, of course we are. would be when they finally get the chance to get those belts back. You know, it's the chase is far more important than, 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 than having the title in pro wrestling, Absolutely. if you're a babyface. Absolutely, and I've said that on the show before, you hacked me. That was That's my what Christmas happens. gift. You're welcome. Uh, what else? Because you're not going to be on the show actually until 2017, uh, the new year. I think, uh, well, Seth, because he's a big office guy, he basically broke the news that the show will be back on uh, January 9th. All uh, right. Yeah, I, I guess. I guess. I don't have creative control anymore, I guess. Um, so Wait, you had creative control? Yeah, the whole thing. That's why it wow. sucked. Um, yeah, that's why the show sucked. You know what I mean? That's that's the reason. No. But anyway, um, yeah, so you'll be back. You're going to be back part of the show, right? You want to be back involved here? As long as you want me, I'll be happy to be here. Of course. Of course. You're our friend. What else do I have to do? No, nothing. Exactly. Uh, except plug. So plug your stuff. i got to go to break. Plug your stuff. All right. Uh, check us out at PWInsider.com. You can follow me on Twitter at MikePWInsider.com. Follow the site at PWInsider.com on Twitter. And for three days free, you can check out the ad-free elite section of PW Insider. If you like this bit jibber-jabber that Taz and I are doing, ah. I do it every day with a whole bunch of people. You can oh, check us out for free three days nice. free at PWInsiderElite.com. And most importantly, I want to thank Taz and Seth and everybody from the whole Taz Show family and especially CBS Sports Radio 
for having me on the last year or so. It has been my pleasure. And Taz, you are a good man. Don't let Seth say anything bad about you. Listen to me. I'm very mad at you right now. Did you just plug? Dennis, I noticed your face. Uh, Dennis, t- don't go anywhere, Mike. Okay? And we're going to be a little late to break. Because I just got a little ticked. Dennis, let's be honest, bro. You're a man's man. You noticed what I noticed, what Mike just did. Please. I want you the future of this show here. Dennis, say what he just did and what he did wrong. Mike, you you very you buried Taz by oh I go on other people's show I have other people do everything else. That's right. And he you, did. You yeah. buried Taz. Yeah, he did. I Thank. said we have similar jibber jabber the way the Taz might do. Nah, you buried. You could put a, any I was color. Just trying to make a clever light oh, reference. Oh, stop! <laughs> you could put any color paint you want on it. You can't paint a load of bullshit. Can I okay. paint orange and black? Yes, you could do that, but you don't not allowed because I have creative control over that. On that note, Mike, I will see you in 2017. Don't ever plug anything ever again or you'll be gone for life. I love you too. Take care, pal. See you. Have a happy holiday and Merry Christmas and all that. Happy right? holidays, everybody. All right, brother. Take care. There you go, Mike Johnson, who pissed off everyone. He even pissed off the lumberjack. I respect that you told him that, brother. See that? That's what we need here. Get people's faces. <laughs> On a break. You did it. I did. We gotta go to break. I Why? will get to all the phone calls. There's a lot of people calling. I'm Facebook Live. I think we're on there now. Facebook.com slash the Taz Show. I'm very late to break. Very busy show. Taz Show. Be right back. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. All right, fourth quarter city Taz show Tuesday, jam-packed edition. You need Vaseline to get through this thing here. So, uh, yeah, it's that tight. You know, so uh, anyway, I digress. Um, so, um, yeah, that's the deal. So I got to get talking about Raw. People are calling like crazy. We got people on the gimmick chat, you know, you're talking about a lot of stuff. They're all on there, TazShow.com. They've been chatting up the show since the beginning. I apologize I haven't been on there. Facebook Live people, I haven't been on there. Well, we haven't, we're on there now. Uh, and that's going away in 2017, maybe. Seth says no, but I guess I don't have creative control. But that that's there now at uh, Facebook.com slash The Taz Show. I will try to chat with people on the gimmick chat and on the uh, Facebook Live, but I'm not promising that because I do have people calling the show, and I do need to go over Raw, uh, the rest of Raw, I should say. So I was talking about um, the, uh, where was I before Mike Johnson interrupted my show? Braun Strowman, Curtis Axel, I talked about that a lot, um, about the Mick Foley and Sami Zayn stuff, which I liked. I do feel that they should go real violent heel with Sami, like I've been saying. The taxi driver thing, the Robert De Niro feel. I think now, even more than ever, they need to go that route and, and somehow, some way on social media, do something with Sami where he's shaving his head, he's putting, giving himself a mohawk. I mean, I'm talking about almost copy the taxi driver thing. They got to say the word taxi driver. I guess they're not going around that route. Maybe it's too old of a movie. Maybe it's a bad idea. It's my idea, so to me, I think it's amazing. That's called an ego. So uh, that's, yeah, that's, I think it's a good idea. I do. I mean, I, I you know, I know, I, I, look, it's wrestling, bro. I'm an expert. I'm not an expert about a lot of things, guys, but wrestling, I'm an expert. I am. Football, too. Yeah, I'm a football expert. I'm a wrestling expert. I Podcasting. don't have any interest in wrestling, sorry. I'm, I'm an expert at it. I'm sorry. Same Podcasting. Thing. Oh, boy. <sighs> Man. Wow. Jesus. Poor guy. You just, can't win them all. You can't, you, today, you're just walking into the wall, Jones. Uh, you just can't. Uh, we don't say that word here. 
I gotta get a list of all the words. There's a lot. There's a lot. Actually, the list is behind. No, the, the, we it's audio on demand. Okay, because in wrestling, the audience. Lord. Odd, odd. In wrestling, the audience is confused. The fans are confused. And it's not the fans' fault. They think anything that anybody who has a show or something like that, it's a podcast. Like WWE has a Stone Cold Steve Austin gimmick on their network. They call it the podcast. It's a sit-down interview. It's video. It's not. It's not a podcast. What he does on his regular show is a podcast. My friend Jim Ross, good old Jr., does a great job. One of the best wrestling podcasts you're gonna find. Okay, the Ross Report, that's a podcast. My other best friend, Chris Jericho. People let me tell you about my best friend. He does a podcast, very good podcast. You know, Cole Cabana, all these guys, those are pod. This is an audio on demand. This is a live daily show. Sir, you, 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 Dennis, are on the cusp in 2017 of being the main producer of a live daily video show. Gotta grab the brass ring. You gotta grab it by the nutsack. <laughs> it's a big deal, buddy. You have a chance to do this. Just don't F up. And please be on time. <laughs> all right, so anyway, that's all another story. So. <laughs> right, anyway, so, so. <laughs> All right. So we saw the, the Lindsay uh, Dorado, okay, uh, from Puerto Rico via the Jersey. Uh, he wrestled Davari in the cruise, one of the cruiserweight matches. And this is where we saw Gallagher came. I got confused. I thought Gallagher. I, I did too. I did too, right? Did we were too. talking about that earlier. We were both wrong. We thought Gallagher came out during the. Uh, uh, that's, how, that's how bad the Kendrick match was. Well, because it's like there's too much cruiserweight stuff. Like I said earlier, it's all kind of oversaturated. But hey, I, I like Davari. I did put him on TV a lot because they like him. He's getting a lot, of, a lot of TV time. It's good, man. I think the guy's legit. His brother was legit. And he's legit. And, and this guy, Dorado, Lindsay Dorado's legit. So I, I, I was cool. I thought it was a good match, you know, but there was no finish in the match. You know, uh, because of the Davari heat with uh, Lindsay Dorado. Well, I'm sorry, with um, Davari and Gallagher heat. You know, which is, you know, I know they've wrestled each other. They have good chemistry, but it is an odd chemistry of heat. I think this is just the beginning for Gallagher. Uh, unfortunately for Davari, I think he was out there uh, to just have that interaction when Gallagher comes out. And they know they're going to get a good match in Davari. But I think this angle and that match was all for Gallagher. Okay. Gallagher is the guy they're investing in. Yeah, for sure. So it's good for Davari. You know, hey, look, I was brought to ECW in that same role that Davari is with Gallagher. I was brought in to get over Sabu in a match. The rest is history. So, you know what I mean? I'm done with the tablets. That's how this goes. So uh, that's what they say. You know what I mean? So uh, that's the routine. And then we saw the Rollins report. Ugh. Okay, so every, every talking segment now has a name. You know the Ross, the Ross, the Rollins report, <laughs> the uh, uh, the Dean Ambrose Asylum, uh, the uh, the Miz TV highlight reel, the highlight reel, and and look, I you know my opinion, I think it gets a little too much. It's like you know, it, these are just they're just they're, they're promos where they put two stools in the ring. I mean, you know, not stooges, stools. Make, Still just yes. It yes. makes it makes you miss the old Piper's Pit. You know, have the set and like make right. it make it special. Now it's like everyone's got one. I know it's a little it's a little too much with that. I, I agree with you. It's a little too much. I think they gotta figure that out and trim that down. I mean, I know they're trying to make things special, and Vince is great at making. It's all about um, you know, 
perception and making everything big and star power and grandiose. You know, that's Vince. And and, and that's why the guy's a multi, multi-millionaire on the cusp of billionaire, I would assume. So, you know, I mean, it, it's, I get it. I totally get it. But at some point, it gets to the point where it's like, oh, come on, enough. Oh, God. That's how many more times are you going to do this? Oh, God! You know, it's too much. You know what I mean? So it, it gets a little crazy sometimes. So uh, so I think they got to be careful with that, uh, honestly. Uh, but we saw Kevin Owens come out, and he didn't want to get in the ring, which I liked. He stayed on the, on the stage with his chair and all that stuff. And then, um, you know, and that's when we saw the beginnings of uh, uh, basically Kevin Owens talking about tag team title shot for him and Jericho. And you could see the tension with him and Jericho, and even towards the end of the night. So it seems like this whole thing's coming to an end. Jericho and Owens is going to probably be an angle, I guess, eventually. Or is it? I think so. I think you got to get there. They keep teasing. They're doing a good job with the teasing, but it's... Here's the other problem I want to just point out. It could be another thing, but this is the thing. What we're seeing a lot, what's going on, is like baby faces are cutting promos, pissing off the heels when the baby faces are outnumbered, and then the baby faces are getting beat up by the heels. It just It's a little back-asswards, as they would say. It's a little weird. And that's what we saw here with, with Rollins. You know, he was kind of burying these guys, and they both went in the ring, and they ended up beating them up. And I think we saw the same thing... Uh, who was it? Something else similar with Babyface. Last night, there was signs of it. Or was it on SmackDown? I'm drawing a blank now. There was something else with this where it was a Babyface <sighs> saying something and, and really sparking the heels. Oh, it was. It was, it was uh, Rusev. We've oh. seen this for the past few weeks with Rusev and, um, uh, what's his name, Enzo. Enzo. You know what I mean? So I just think it's, uh, you got to be careful with that. We're having Babyfaces... Bury ver- verbally bury the heels as antagonist, and then the heels go and beat them up right there. I, I don't. It's a little weird for me. I got to be honest. It's my critique, my my opinion. That's a little strange. I'm just saying. I don't know if it's strange to anybody else, but to me, it's it's just a, it's a little strange. Hey, uh, Mike on Long Island, you on the Taz show? What's up, buddy? Good moment, Taz. What's happening? Good moment, sir. How are you? Good. Um, I don't want to sound like. Uh, Monday quarterback Jones, but I had a really strong feeling New Day was going to win last night. Yeah, see, I didn't see uh, the you know the lumberjack here, Dennis. He 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 did too. I didn't. Uh, yeah, so, I was listening yeah. yesterday, and I was like, oh, I wish I could have called, but I was on the DOD. I hear you, brother. Uh, yeah, yeah, I I didn't. I thought they were going to lose. I really thought they were going to lose, especially. I was hooked in like Mark Jones. I, I was hooked. I, I thought for sure. I, but I, I get sunk into the story as a fan. I do, even though I'm around a long time. I, I still, you know, I love the stories. You, you know what I mean, Mike? Do you think the um, the lawsuit with the concussion and demolition, you don't think that they wanted to kind of push them out of their books for that? Well, I talked about that. If you go back and listen to this show, segment one of this particular Taz show I did discuss. Uh, I didn't right. discuss. That's okay. It's all good, bro. I didn't discuss the actual lawsuit, the concussion thing, but uh, I do think it had something to do with it. I do think that demolition should have been in the crowd or backstage or like to see and then kind of say congrats to the new day or maybe, you know, something, whatever. Something. It would have been kind of cool, but I guess because of that but uh, you're saying about as far as breaking the record right yeah trying to kind of get their name out of it out of the books just you know i maybe I, spike might be the wrong word but you yeah. know what i'm saying yeah i think it's a combination of 
getting their name out of it because of the lawsuit, but I think it's more importantly, like we discussed here on, on my show earlier, I think it's they're trying to make, and Dennis said this yesterday here, the Lumberjack, I think that they're trying, the WWE is trying to make new, you know, new um, uh, about the current talent, you know, make it more current, not just getting rid of the name because of a lawsuit of demolition, but you know what I mean, like make their own, um, um, you know, records with their current talent, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's what I but think right. it, it is. What's that? Uh, no, I was just going to say, all right, Dan, thanks for the insight on it. All right, you got Bye, it, Mike. I, I, I appreciate you calling, brother. Thanks so much, man. And if I don't talk to you, have a good holiday, guy. All right? So I appreciate the support and all the love, and I love everybody in this world. And thank you, Mike. It's very nice of you. You're a good man. So sometimes people don't hear the whole show, Dennis. You don't have to make faces when they, they're like, oh, come on, this guy. I just don't know if you're being genuine when you say you love everybody. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Will you stop? Oh, my God. Read the notes, buddy. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> you know, that's oh, we don't no. question that. I just don't know. I'm not quite sure. Hey, D in Pennsylvania, you're on the Taz show. A good moment, Taz and company. Ah, <sighs> good moment, D. What's up, buddy? Um, well, two things. First, I want to put you over. I had to take a long ride from uh, Maryland to Pennsylvania uh, last week, and we had the, me and my girlfriend had the Taz show on. Oh. And when we got back home, I forgot what I said, but she had called me a jobber. I got pretty offended. At that. <laughs> that's, that's what happens. That's uh, see, women understand me, and I'm giving them a vernacular to call their men. This is the good part of the show. Yeah, it's a tender moment. Uh, yeah, uh, that's good. So it was a long ride. Okay, good. So everything was okay when you got back to the house. There was no fight. She just called you a jobber. That was it. Pretty much. I had to. I had to. You know, I had to take it. Yeah, do the job. Yeah, I hear. You. Yeah. All right. What else is going on, buddy? Um, I want to talk about that um, United States Championship. I, I don't. Maybe I'm wrong, but I feel like uh, Roman Reigns kind of. Well, I don't know if it's him or whoever's you know mm. booking or right. producing the shows or whatever that are not making it special. Every time I see him, he was on TV like three times last night, and he didn't have the title uh, at it, all. It killed me, dude. It killed. I know. I agree with you, dude. That D, it drives me crazy. Yeah. I, I. It just. It's not. It's just. There are so many. Count, there's so many different guys on that on that roster that could use that title, and right. and make it mean something. You know, geez, I put it on Braun Strowman if you want. I mean, right. do something. That's what I was just thinking. You know what I'm saying? Let him have it. Or let Sami Zayn somehow fight for it, and then Sami, as a violent heel, gets right. it. You know, something. I I don't know. Just yeah, it just it's a, right now. It is. And to your point, D, and thank you for calling. It's kind of just lost on the. Uh, on uh, you know on Roman Reigns he, he don't need it it's yeah. just there's no need and you know? Cena brought it to new heights uh, back oh, he in the did. day and then it just they just like dropped it in the garbage can but Cena was doing those U.S. Open Challenge things man he really ele- I talked about that a while back on the show here he he really really elevated those uh that U.S. title uh, big time you know what I mean hey uh, Matt in San Antonio you're on the Taz show what's up Taz how's it going man how are you Matt what's up buddy. How's everybody at the human broadcasting machine doing? <laughs> ah, there you go. <laughs> What's up, pal? Uh, so, um, my question is about Kevin Owens. The way they're booking him right now, do you think in the future when he becomes a champion again, whether it's Raw or SmackDown, everybody's going to look at the first way they booked him, the first title reign, and be like, is it going to be the same way and not be as supportive with him or get that stink off of him? Or do you think people are going to give him a second chance? No, no, I think people, you know why they're going to give him a second chance? Because Kevin Owens is a hell of a worker. You know what I mean? So when you're that good of a worker and that good of a talker, no matter how yucky the booking could be (laughs) that they're doing on you, uh, Matt, and thank you for calling, no matter how yucky or schmucky the booking could be on you, 
you're still going to get over with the audience because people can relate to someone when they're a good worker. Look, I'll go way back in time. Doink the Clown. Okay, like out of nowhere. Completely random comment, right? But think about it. You know, Doink the Clown during that era, you know, there was a lot of gimmicks in WWE, but you had a guy dressed as a clown. Okay, but the main Doink it was Matt Bourne, okay, who was arguably the most underrated worker of modern era. That's how good of a worker Matt Bourne was. I mean, that guy, Matt Bourne, go on the WWE Network, put his name in, or YouTube, for those that are younger fans that aren't familiar with Matt Bourne. That guy was amazing. Here's my point about Matt Bourne. You talk about Kevin Owens. What are you talking about? I'll tell you what I'm talking about. Okay, Doink the Clown, just that gimmick, was so outlandish and so goofy, you got Homeboy dressed as a clown, okay, and he was believable. He was believable because the way he worked. And I know, look at a guy like the Missing Link, go even further back. How crazy and outlandish that gimmick was. I used to watch, like, The Missing Link, you know, that, that character, like, was a big inspiration for me, for the Tasmania character. I didn't hack him and copy his stuff, but, except for some of the jumping things he used to do, but I watched him, where it was Dewey Robinson was his real name from up in Canada, and if you watched his work, how believable and aggressive and physical he was, Matt Bourne even more than him. Those type of guys, I had this Tasmaniac gimmick that I wanted to do, and I knew people would giggle and laugh when they saw me walk out the way I dressed, but I knew once that bell rang, I wanted them to believe in me and, 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 you know, and, and see how serious of a competitor I was. And that's something like Doink the Clown did. So here's my point. No, circling back to today and Kevin Owens, no matter what Kevin Owens does or they do with Kevin, Kevin is a tremendous hand, as we call it, in the ring. Okay, and his work, his intensity, when he really wants to turn up, he's nasty in there. And he can go. And he's respected for a reason. He's that good. And he can talk his ass off. So, you know, I mean, he's got, he's got the whole package. And, you know, I just think that um, you, know, you can't go wrong with a guy like that. So no matter when, they, to Matt's point, who just called from San Antonio, you know, you can take the title off him, make the title a joke, do whatever. You're not going to hurt him. You're not. You're not going to hurt him. You might, you might ding him a little bit. You're not, I'm not saying WWE's trying to hurt him. They have money invested in him. They're paying him a lot of money. I'm not saying they're trying to hurt him, but he don't have to worry about it because he's a good enough worker, and he's going to get the TV time. That's the key. He's getting the TV time. That's the key. See, when I was wrestling for WWE before I became an announcer, I wasn't getting enough TV time. No matter what, and they didn't try to change me much. People thought they tried to change me, and I came out of the singlet and wore different stuff. That was my, I talked about this. That was my idea, not them. I can't put that on them. I wanted to give myself a makeover. I tore my bicep. I was out a while. I wanted to come back different, and that's why. And, you know, some people were cool with the new character, the, the, the look of the character. Some didn't. I was still the same guy. I just wore sunglasses and, and wore longer pants and, uh, and you know, cut off a shirt, you know, a dicky shirt. Dickies, I say, Dickies. Yeah, so uh, you guys know Dickies. You're familiar with that, Seth. Sure. Yeah, of course you are. Of course. Mm. Yes. No. I know. Um, yeah, so uh, <laughs> that's exactly what we're talking about. Oh, exactly. God. Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, God. Hey, uh, JD, Louisiana, you're on the Taz Show. What's up? Uh, good moment, fellas. Good moment. You got a full house. How y'all guys doing? Oh, we're good, JD. We're not bad, brother. What's, what's going on, baby? Uh, not too much. Uh, I wanted to talk about Sami Zayn. You talked about earlier about getting suckered into the New Day story. I was suckered into the thought of Sami Zayn being traded to SmackDown, and I was actually kind of excited about it and wondering, you know, what possibilities you could have from being having a trade from uh, from SmackDown to Raw. 
Well, listen, listen. Uh, the whole thing. I know a lot of people, and they, they put that out there, they, like as a red herring. You know what I mean? Uh, to have that that he, Sami Zayn, JD, was going to end up on. Uh, thank you for calling, buddy. Was going to end up on SmackDown, and I liked the way they did it with Mick with the blank piece of paper. I thought that was creative and innovative and smart. I liked all that. It was cre- it was clever, is the right word. But let's be honest. If they kept Sammy the same way he is right now, he's they're going to book him the same way. He's just going to be on SmackDown. It's the same guy. At least now, it seems like he's going to have more intensity because we saw that come out in his mode. And Mick was uh, wanted to see that Mick, the character Mick Foley with the character Sami Zayn, it was deep the way he motivated and pulled that out of Sami. And they showed that in that in ring segment. Both Sami and Mick have great chemistry together, and it really worked well. But if they didn't do that and they just traded him to SmackDown, what, what, what? What do you guys want to see? Because he could go and have a match with AJ Styles? Okay, great. Or he could go and have a match with The Miz? Okay, great. There'll be good matches. But if they're not booking them right, who cares? If there's no depth to the character, then nobody cares. But now, now... No one cares. But now, at least people care. Because you're going to care. Because they're going to... I don't know if they're going to go as extreme, pardon the pun, as I'm suggesting. But they're going to go a little aggressive with him. And Mike and I, Johnson, talked about that earlier where he's going to get disqualified against uh, Braun Strowman. Or he should get beat and, and he almost lasts the 10 minutes and he doesn't last the 10 minutes. I'm not crazy about the 10-minute thing. But let's say he, he's almost about to get to the 10 minutes. He doesn't. Braun beats him and all this stuff. Braun's leaving. Braun, Braun, Braun. All, does all this Braun stuff. Braun. And ow. And, and, <laughs> and then they should have where an attack from behind where Sammy attacks Strowman from behind. I want to see him attack him with a weapon. I want to see him drop him. I want to see him bloody him. Nothing against Braun. Uh, but I'm just saying, I think you need to have a turning point for Sami Zayn to snap. And Braun is the catalyst for that. Not sure if they're going to do it, but that's all I'm thinking. Everybody on the uh, everybody on the Facebook Live, I see a lot of thumbs up and the smiley faces. They love me. They know that I'm right. Even though the video looks frozen, but I can see the comments. I haven't been on the gimmick chat. I was on there earlier. Saw some of the stuff on there. So uh, a lot of ch- you know chatter. Everybody's talking up. Everybody loves the show. People love me. It's unbelievable. So, hey, <laughs> hey, Kurt. Uh, where are you in Brooklyn? Where are you, Kurt? Hello. Who's this? Cooney? Cooney? Uh, Who's this? Cooney. 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 My bad. Brooklyn. Oh, Brooklyn. What's up, buddy? How you doing, man? How you doing, boss? Uh, hey, man. I just want to ask you a question. Um, so check it out. Let me just give you a little narrative. Um, with my job, I'm not able to watch Raw and SmackDown live on TV, right? right? right. And uh, I don't have DVR. Okay. So uh, I found, a, unfortunately, I found a website that um, streams it illegally. I uh, just don't say now, the name, please. No, no, of course not. Of course, I know the rules. Uh, I'm not from Brooklyn. I get it, bro. All right, go ahead. Yeah, of course, of course. <laughs> so what I wanted to know was, I'm looking at these numbers that these websites have. There's there's over three hundred thousand people watching Raw through these websites. Mm. Uh, there's over a million people watching the pay-per-views. Uh, so do does WWE take these numbers into consideration? And two, how do wrestlers or the WWE in general feel about, you know, their, their stuff being pirated and, you know, posted on these websites? I don't think WWE is a great conversation, a great point. And um, Cooney, uh, clever comments. I, I'll tell you this much. As far as the wrestlers, they, they don't care. And thank you for calling, Cooney. And you could hear my response. Um 
Jeff Savage on the Facebook Live says, Criminal Jones. <laughs> Cooney, Cooney, don't take that. No, I'm kidding. But that was funny, Jeff Savage here. Uh, no, listen, the wrestlers don't care about the pirate gimmick. They really don't care. Um, WWE, I've never heard anybody, and I've been in close quarters with upper brass in the company. I've never heard them talk about it, but I know it's something that they think about. I think it's tough to stop. And I think they look at the masses. So if 300,000 people are doing it, yeah, it's a lot of people. But it's not 3.5 million on watching Raw or 3 million. You know what I mean? So they're looking at more of the vast majority. And I don't think they're going to go public with it. I think they probably have security measures involved to stop this stuff to a degree. But they don't talk about it publicly, nor should they. You know, but it's definitely a, a good topic. We're going to run a little bit fifth quarter city here. Ooh. Show's just running a little. Well, you know, I'm a busy guy. I mean, it's just I'm a busy guy. Um, you know. Uh, you know, extra free. Yeah, I just uh, it, it it just it can't. You know, I just I I, I have to extra free. That's good English. I mm. also because <laughs> uh, because uh, you know the lumberjack here. You know Dennis. Timber! He's uh he's not going to be on the show. Uh, you kind of come back and uh, is he? I mean, I got the both guys. No, he's not coming back. No. In 2017, he's not coming back. 2017, yes, not 2016. No, I know he's not coming back this week. Well, what's up? You got work. You got things going on, right? Yeah, I'm about, I got I got to move some pieces around. Oh, I got bro, things bro, to do. I'm a and shaker. Listen, don't get an attitude with me, okay? <laughs> I thought you love everybody. I do, but not when they get like that. Oh, boy. Okay, I get... <laughs> Can you no, just... because this could end quick. No, please don't. <laughs> so, come on. I'm just saying, bro. I just, I, I, I you know, I, please be nice, okay? No, but you, I know you, you're Sorry. not going to be... You're well, It's okay, bro. I'm teasing you. You're not going to be back tomorrow, Thursday or Friday. Correct. If I was you, I would run for the hills. Yes. Um, so instead of coming back here in January. Run to the hills. What did I say? Run into them. Just run into a hill. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Like that. That's not worthy right there. Oh, man, that is. <laughs> the gimmick, it's like mousetrap. <laughs> oh, that's it's like you got the mic. Hey, what's going on there? Oh, <laughs> break it. Good, break it. Yeah, don't worry about break it. Break it. I'll take so, it out of your check. <laughs> yeah, no, it's all good. I'll worry about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Check. Yeah. I hear you. So, uh, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. We're, we're uh, yeah. So, that's the deal. Look, man. It's, 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 people on the uh, people on the Facebook Live, hello. Uh, yeah, I see you guys are on there. Uh, Arthur Robertson said, Iron Maiden Jones. There you, that's what I was talking about. <laughs> Run to the hills. Run for your life. Oh, uh, yeah. Busy, man. Just I'm a busy guy. <laughs> Just a busy guy. He's going to go crazy with this now. So uh, please relax. Yeah, so, so well, I, you know, I, you know I, but the guy that called about the pirate thing actually is a good question. I, I, you know, it is. It's a topic I, I want to get into down the road, I think, a little more because it's a, it's a serious topic and it, it's not cool, you know, and I, I've never heard Vince McMahon talk about it um, or anybody in, in, in power there. Uh, to my ears, I've never heard it. I mean, I'm sure they talk about behind the scenes, but I've never heard Vince talk about it. I haven't. So obviously, I know Vince McMahon. I'm just saying. So, so you know, I, it, it's uh, and you know, you know, that's the deal. So, so yeah, I guess we got to end the show. I kind of feel bad because see, Dennis I, now, if it just dawned on me for the next three days, that means I'm back in here just Seth. Can I tell you something? What? It's about Dennis. I know, but in my research, yeah. You know, there's a wrestler named Timber. Did you know that? No. Timber! Can you do a trim the fat version of this day in history in this fifth quarter? I could. <laughs> that was very kind of you. Thank you, trim the fat Jones, yes. Uh, and a three, and a two, and a one. <laughs> and 
time for this day in wrestling history with the Kung Fu Jobber. So, so do you want me to say it? I'll Seth? say it. But what am I? Tell me what Taz is thinking right now. I nailed my spot. Always. See, see, so. I nailed all the spots today, though. BS. So, Dennis. No, that's a true story. <laughs> no, I'm going to break and people hear me talking. That's not nailing a spot. You're that's called, let's get, ta that's a Trump moment. It's locker room talk. You're going to get me fired. <laughs> now, listen, listen. I see, grabbed I'm him gonna, by his curls. I want to teach, <laughs> teach Dennis. <laughs> Seth always gets the audio, not just right, perfect. How about the time I played Tom's intro? When it's, that was fun. <laughs> <laughs> that actually was fun. Uh, he usually gets okay. it right when it's him. Uh, <laughs> All right, Seth, come on, trim down version, please. All right, I'll just do uh, three quarters of the page. Uh, <laughs> I'm, uh, you know, because I just started with 1997, Timber defeats C.W. Anderson for the NWA 2000 American Heritage. Hold on, there was a guy title. named Timber for real? Yeah. Wait, you said American, not Western States Heritage. No, the American Heritage that's heavyweight worse title than, that's worse than in Holt Mills, North Carolina. What company? I don't know. It says NWA 2000. Oh, NWA. Okay, so yeah. it's NWA. Genius. Jeez. <laughs> I mean, that's, I asked him a company. You know, I don't know. It says NWA. Okay, that's uh, NWA. Take it easy. Take it easy. <laughs> Come on. Come uh, on. Uh, Come on. Get it. Get it. 1986, <laughs> Davey Boy Smith, British Bulldogs. What's his name? Dynamite Kid. He got his back, severe back injury because Don Morocco gave him a nice knee to the back. Mm. And that's when uh, he had to go be rushed to the hospital. He had to repair two uh, torn lumbar, lumbar discs. Lumbar, yeah, yeah. They thought yeah, his career yeah. was over. He, did, he was able to come back and wrestle five more years, but he, uh, obviously he ended up in a wheelchair. Yeah, that's sad. Yeah. Uh, and we, you know, we, we talked in the past about books. Great book, Dynamite Kid. Yeah, and you told got. me. You yeah. read it, right? Yeah. The whole thing. Great. Yeah. Yep. I have not. Okay. The whole thing. No, I just well, sometimes <laughs> he, he struggles, you know. Taz, back in 1920, Ed Strangler Lewis defeated Joe Stretcher to win the New York version of the World Heavyweight title. I say that because when you do your wrestling history, Ed Strangler Lewis was one of those first big guys in wrestling. You, know? you said Joe Stretcher? Joe Stretcher, that's what it says. That's a great name. I never heard of that. I, yeah. why, I'm, usually, I'm pretty good with student of the game, but I've never heard of that. He probably was a hooker. What, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Ah, look, inside term Jones. Yeah. That's old school inside yeah. terms. That was 1920. Dennis, do you know what hooker is? Not over on 42nd Street. Come on. My mother might be listening. No, no, no. You know what a hooker is? No. In, okay. Right. Honest. Fire away. Honest Abe Jones. I love an honest producer. <laughs> I'm surrounded around guys who BS me all the time. Yeah, I know what it is. And then you know what I say? Tell me. And it's like, well, I need the follow-up question. Um, 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 I can tell you. Um, humana, humana, humana. That's what happens. Finally. A hooker's a guy. Oh, Seth, you used it. So do you know what yeah, it is? Yeah, might as well. It's a guy who can really could lock you up on the mat, a shooter. You know, in essence, yeah. that's uh, that's what they used to call. We call it, right a shooter is more of a modern day term. Modern day being the past twenty something years, but yeah, hooker was back in the day. They call a guy hooker and Luthaz. I think wasn't his book called it was a hooker. Hooker, right? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Right, so, Did you read that one? I read some of it, not all, <laughs> not of, all it. of it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a shoot, actually. <laughs> I didn't read all of it. Yeah, I, I'm. I, I, I don't. I don't read books much. I need to. Hey, this, this is big because this is. Uh, all right. This is big because this. Uh, oh is, yeah. This is what. So you're gonna set it up by saying it's big. So if it sucks, I could bash. In the history of Japanese wrestling, this is big because this is what set up Japanese wrestling for the future. In 1971, oh, yeah. Antonio Inoki was fired from Japan Wrestling Association because of an apparent plan to take over the promotion. Mm. Uh, and his NWA United National Heavyweight title was vacated as a result. The following year, he founded New Japan Pro Wrestling. Giant Baba would also leave Japan Wrestling right. Association. All Japan. And, started all and, Japan. And start All Japan Pro right, Wrestling. Right. So, um, and the JWA closed in 1973. It shows you how powerful those two guys were. 
I remember during my era, you know, coming up in the business, and then I, I never worked for Old Japan. I worked for New Japan, which was Anoki. And, uh, and that, that's how American wrestlers called it. It was either Anoki or Baba. Who'd you work for? Baba, All Japan, they usually booked the bigger Americans. Like bigger, you know, you know, big big dudes. To go against Baba, right? Like uh, Andre. Baba and all, they had a lot of big, they were like the big Americans. That They were heels always. Where New Japan, a lot of times, they booked some big dudes, don't get me wrong. But Americans, like Scott Norton, some other guys. I'm just, names that I was on the tour with. But, but they also, they had the Steiners were there. They had, they had the Road Warriors, you know. But I'm talking, I mean, well, Hawk during that time, not Animal, but my point is, New Japan a lot of times would book more uh, athletic type guys that could, you know, maybe more smaller, you know, than the, something like myself, or like an Eddie Guerrero, or Malenko's, and stuff like that, you know, um, so there was a little bit of a difference uh, on the type of guys they booked, but they were both, Anoki and Baba, both ultra successful bookers and geniuses and great companies. And uh, Bruno San Martino said that after working for Baba, Baba sent him a, a brand new Cadillac. He's like, right outside his door was a Cadillac waiting really? for him. Really? Yeah, I believe that, dude. That's, I mean... They must have made some money back there then. There was a lot of money floating around Ooh. back then, dude. I mean, in the business, you know what I mean? Those guys that were on top like that, even before, like before my year, like before, I'm talking about the early, early 90s for me. I'm talking about the 80s and, and all that stuff. Like, those guys were making bank, you know? And speaking of big guys, the Colossal Connection, Andre the Giant and Haku defeated Demolition, who we mm. were talking about earlier, for the WWF Tag Team title in Huntsville, Alabama, entering, ent- ending Demolition's second reign. This would be Andre's last championship in wrestling. Mm. Okay. And like I said earlier, in 1997, Timber defeated C.W. Anderson for the NWA 2000 American Heritage Heavyweight title. Maybe I've we can never, get that belt from Dave Milliken. I've never <laughs> do that. <laughs> I'm looking here on the gimmick chat at TazShow.com, and Lizette Austin said Timber Jones. <laughs> I never heard of a uh, wrestler named Timber. I didn't know of I'm this gonna Timber. D- I'm going to do some research on him. Mm. Get back to you on that. And yeah. uh, lastly, because uh, you want this is a short version here. Rob Van Dam and Sabu in 1998 defeated the Dudley Boys, Bubba Ray and Devon Dudley, to win the ECW Tag Team Title in Tokyo, Japan. Wait, 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 I'm sorry. Say, I, didn't, I, listened, I ignored everything you just said. Say it all 1998, <laughs> Rob Van Dam and Sabu defeated the Dudley Boys to win the ECW Tag Team Title in Tokyo, Japan, ending the Dudley's fifth reign. Mm. Were you there? No, I, I did not go on that trip. I, I, know, I remember when the guys went. I was not there. I don't know why, but I was not on that trip. Um, I, don't, I can't remember why, but I, I know I know I was in ECW and I was, yeah, I I went to Japan with Sabu as the East. I think we were the ECW Tag Team Champions. That we did, and we were part of, or we did something with um, Chono. I don't know if you remember Chono in Japan. He was doing like a, I think he, it was right before he kind of was doing like an NWO type gimmick. I think that right around that era. And I remember, I think we wrestled uh, Chona and Muda. No, Muda. No, not Muda. I don't remember who we wrestled. But I know Sabu, uh, we, you know, I don't know what he did, but we he pissed off somebody backstage, one of the wrestlers, and, and we got in the ring and, and it got a little physical <laughs> with us and them in one of the matches, not, not with Chono. Chono was the man. Actually, I think we were with Chono, like a, a heel group. I don't remember who the hell we wrestled. We got a little physical. Sabu got us in trouble. But uh, it was okay. I had his back. He had mine. We had fun. But How big was ECW in Japan? Cause I, it was big. I mean, it was it was big. It, but we were really concentrating on the States. You know, but So we didn't go out as a full company there. We didn't have the money. And they, I, no one was going to pay us yet because they wanted to deal with the big, big companies. 
because there was a lot of smaller companies too, like FMW, Frontier Martial Arts Wrestling, you know, back in the day, or oh, it was the other one. There's a lot of that gory type of bloody type of wrestling companies in Japan years and years ago that were like an ECW-esque. So I don't know, maybe if they didn't want to stand doing the thing, you know, it was like a hack gimmick. I don't know what it was, but it was, it was, it was a lot of different places to work. But no, we were pretty over in Japan, but not like you would think, in my opinion. But, you know, when we, me and Sabu went there as a team on, representing ECW, you know, we got good reactions, but it wasn't like, it wasn't like in the States. And maybe they weren't seeing it over there. Like they I don't know. In yeah. today's day and age, they would have been, they've been all over it, I would Well, think. because of the internet. Yes. I mean, you know, that's why. Uh, that's, that's the reason. Are we done here with you now? Are we done? We can call it. Stop. Good. Okay, good. So on that note, uh, I hope you guys enjoyed the Taz show. I just gave you a little fifth quarter city here. Uh, Dennis. We're gonna. Uh, I'm gonna miss you, buddy. I will see you in the new year. I hope, right? I yeah. I should be here unless something tragic happens to me. <laughs> well, God, we hope not. But <laughs> is there anything um, that you uh, would like to say to my audience? <laughs> no. Yes. What do you think? Well, not fart. That's for Ooh. sure. Oh, strike, um, strike, uh, strike three. Keep going. All right. Does anybody have any experience producing a? <laughs> <laughs> no, I hope uh, I hope you guys welcome me with open arms. At 6 a.m.? At 6 a.m., yes. <laughs> um, I'm looking forward to working with you. Really? Oh. Yeah. And then... Uh, you, where, you're, you're, you're looking forward to... What are you nuts? <laughs> okay, that's, that's For the first week at least. Uh, <laughs> all right, all right. And then hopefully we can continue to grow this. From what I understand, uh, some of the hardcore fans of the Taz Show like you. That's a that's a good sign because they usually hate everyone. So you know, uh, they, but then again, they like Seth too. So I don't know what the hell's going on there. Yeah. So uh, look, you need to understand one thing before I wrap this show up, Dennis. Next year in 2017, you're part of the Taz Show. You're going to be a big part of it if you're part of it. If you're in, no, I want you part of it. You know that. I'm being I'm being honest. But you got to come here with a winner's attitude. You can't come here sucking. I don't and, lose. No, I, brother. Listen, I want to win. I don't want to get paid to lose. I want to win. That's what I'm all about here. Look, it's about winning. And if you, anybody on my team, we got to win. We're going to fight, fight, fight. Skipper style. Do for the gift. <laughs> I feel motivated right now. I'm telling you, man. You got to get stop. You got to get fired up. You got to come here in January <laughs> on the night ready to go. You got to be ready to go. You can't come here acting. <laughs> you can't come here not motivated. You it sucks, come uh, on. You have to come here ready to go. I was waiting for the punchline. Stop hitting him. Stop. <laughs> Stop hitting my friend. Stop it. No, you have to be ready to go. You cannot come here. You can't fall asleep on the air. You can't scratch your ass in front of the camera. You don't take one, the captain's gimmick. Time. There's no burping except for the host. You have to be a winner. You're obviously very well versed at running a board. You know wrestling. You're a, you 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 have a beard. That's a big plus. Remember the captain? Buy a hat. He used to have a beard. He, he shaved? shaved it. He shaved. Yeah. No, he didn't. Changed his whole persona. Yeah, he did. He, he changed his Twitter handle. He shaved his handle. Shaved his handle. Shaved his handle. What the <laughs> hell? Will you stop? Oh, How the hell do you shave your handle? Ouch. Oh, oh. that would hurt. Oh man. He shaved his handle. Did he take the balls and order the equipment guy to alter them? All right, on that note, I got to go. All right, so I hope you guys enjoyed the show. I gave you a lot of raw chatter here. A lot of people called the show. Thanks for that. Thanks to people on the Gimmick Chat at TazShow.com. I appreciate that very much. And everybody at the Facebook Live, thank you for that. We'll be back at you tomorrow talking a little smackdown. Uh, you know, the uh, Lumberjack won't be here, but it will be back in uh, 2017, God willing. 
And uh, and thank you for sitting in for the past days, bro. Really, seriously. Thanks for having me. I appreciate you jumping on. You're a good dude, man. Looking forward to working with you. And Seth, can't wait for you to be gone. And for everybody else here, <laughs> I love you. <laughs> the Taz Show. I'm Taz. You're not. See you later. Said I was raised in the days of my space and screen names back then when I was only worried about my top friends. Now my circle is getting smaller. All these people acting fake, man. And to be honest, I don't even have a top ten. Me against the world. I've been doing what I really love. Haters been hiding behind the screen, man. They movie cuts. And when I'm back at home, it never feels the same. Cause we've been doing our own thing, trying to stay up. I wanna go back to days with no grades. We ordered the kids' meal, play ball. That's all day now. I'm stuck looking at this Instagram page, but these likes on my picture don't result in getting paid now. I've been wondering where the party at, cause all of my concerns got me wondering where they got the Bacardi at. So go and pour another drink just to get away. We gotta live it up, Carolina here to stay. I'm up and I-